Nash. Nash. Hey gang, welcome back to another episode of the We Speak English Good Podcast. Today's guest is drummer, percussionist, multi-instrumentalist, composer, fucking producer, uh, machinist. I don't, <laughs> I don't know, like he just makes instruments. Uh, Nathan Hubbard. Nathan Hubbard is back. Uh, Nathan is a fantastic drummer, percussionist, but he is also uh, is a composer of very avant-garde type music um, but like then gets gritty with hip-hop and, and like has orchestras and yo he just goes way out there and i love it i, I fucking respect the shit out, out of uh nathan and and as a special bonus he brought along his friend tall can tall can is an mc uh, he is a fantastic mc and uh, he has a lot to say i i, I love this podcast this conversation is awesome. Uh, I, I love Tall Can's response to some of the questions. It's just amazing. So I, I'm super excited to have this for you folks. Uh, make sure you go out and check out Nathan's uh, latest album, which features Tall Can and a bunch of amazing artists such as Al Howard uh, of Redwoods Music, Indian K, uh, Frankie Fadeless, and uh and more there's tons more id the poet piff p8 pch what's up go out and get shadow figure uh song of forward and uh go check it out go go give it a listen and and the, sh the links are in the show notes so make sure you go and follow nathan and tall can and go listen to song of forward by shadow figure i'm putting the band camp in there so you cheap asses can buy it from them it's five bucks. What the fucks? All right. I'm cussing a lot up front today. My goodness. Uh, okay. Moving on. Uh, Nathan and Talkin are coming up here shortly. But first, go to randomystique.com. R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com. And go check out her latest album, which I'm pretty excited about. It's actually a family band. So it's me, Raina, and, and my son, Saucy Chicken Nugget, and we have an album out called Friendly July. That's the band name. And the album is called Pumpkins. It's it's a fun, family-friendly album that, that, that the whole family can listen to, and you don't have to worry about me cussing and swearing, and, and the kids will love it. And it, look, just go check it out. The link is in the show note. Go check out Friendly July's pumpkins uh, again friendly july is my family band it's mostly reina's and saucy's band but still i'm a part of it i, I produced a song on it the edm version of the pumpkins my bad I, I just yawned that was such a lie i had to yawn no i i <laughs> i i produced the synth wave pumpkins so Go check it out. It's available. You can also find Random Mystique on Twitch four days a week, Mondays through Thursdays, 
8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Come through, request some songs. She plays original music. She does great things. She does huge things. The greatest things she does on that stream. Go check her out. You can also find We Speak English Good on the the the, the Twitters. Or <laughs> yeah, we are on Twitter, but on the Twitch is what I meant. Uh, <laughs> we stream Mondays and Fridays, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and uh, sometimes we stream on the weekend, but it's been a while because uh, we kept it pretty weekday because it's... I thought I was going to be less busy, but I'm more busy after this big project from from summer, so uh, yeah, whatever, it's fine, the, the, the grind never stops, it's okay. So come on through, come check us out, twitch.tv slash we speak English good. Come be a part of the conversation. Come be a part of, of, of the magic. Come ask questions. Direct the conversation. Have me play melodica solos poorly. I mean, it's it's a good ass time over there. It's a good ass time. Uh, so come on through. We're waiting for you. Y'all can also support the show monetarily if you so choose. Uh, I'm not sure if the sale's still going on, but there was a sale, ten dollar tees on uh, on the on the Threadless. So we speak English good. Threadless.com. Go check it out. I think the sale's still running, but we got all kinds of cool merch over there. The link is in the show notes. Go ahead and support the show. It's okay. It's fine. You can do that. You have it in you. I promise. You can also like, subscribe, review, like us on Facebook, Instagram, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram discord all of it facebook instagram twitter all that shit links are in the show note go follow your boy uh you can also subscribe to us on apple itunes you can follow us on spotify or anywhere you stream your podcast please do subscribe it's a good time you can uh, also subscribe to us on YouTube, which has the visuals for our podcast. You can actually go and see the video of this conversation right now if you want to on uh, on YouTube, which the link is in the show notes. You can also subscribe on Twitch, which will cost you a few dollars. But trust me, everything we make on the live stream goes right back into this motherfucker. So it's a whole machine over here, folks. Come on through. You can also leave a review for this podcast please go to apple itunes or wherever you can leave a review for this podcast and leave a review we'll read it on air and uh, it just helps us tremendously when it comes to us being found in the podcast universe so very helpful free thing that you can do to help this podcast and we'd love to hear from you you can also write the show at we speak english good at gmail.com let us know how you're feeling how you're doing let us know you know let us know uh what else do we got going on i'm, I'm trying to think what's happening here uh i we got uh we got the music stream or i'm sorry the music podcast coming this friday with me and jb uh jason tyler black is back and we're doing another podcast where we're playing music and we're podcasting and we're doing all that good stuff. And I think we played like three songs. <laughs> I swear to God, I think we played like three songs. I am going to mention a few things after this. Well, maybe I won't. You'll just have to find out. Just stick around after the, the conversation and uh, and find out what's going on. I, I'm not sure if I'm going to reveal what's going on yet, but... Uh, oh, I do want to say this, guys. I started a Rumble account, and if you don't know what Rumble is, Rumble is like a YouTube counterpart that uh, doesn't limit free speech. 
we talk about free speech on this show free expression all the time and uh and it matters to me so uh i started uploading my videos to youtube and i'll tell you why afterwards i'm sorry i started uploading my videos to rumble from youtube and i'll tell you why afterwards so okay everybody put your hands together for today's guests plural they have a new ep out they go by the name shadow figure and the new ep is called song of forward please welcome nathan hubbard and talk Uh, I want to welcome and thank our new sponsor. Brought to you by Pfizer. Fuck you. Pay me. <laughs> thank you, Pfizer. Thank you for bringing us our news, our entertainment, our, our politicians, our vaccines. We really appreciate it. And it brought the, and you're bringing this wonderful podcast with our guests today, Nathan Hubbard and Todd Kent. How are you guys doing today? Yo, yo. How you doing? What's up? What's up? I've had quite a morning, if you couldn't tell. I don't know how much you guys caught of that, but that was, it's just, it's been a mess. It's been a mess. I, I'm sorry you guys had to walk in on that. I really am. <laughs> but this is where we're at, folks. We've been, eating, we've been eating pickled peppers, so we're ready for you. Damn, pickled peppers? Yeah. Did you pick a pack of them? Pick a pack of peppers. Something like that. Mother. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys were out picking a pack of pickled peckles. Peckers. Yep. Okay. Uh, do you got? Do you grow your own food, Nathan? Is that what you're saying? That you you did pick your own pack? Um, no. Well, I mean, a, a couple little veggies here and there, mm -hmm. tomatoes, and um, no. But I've been doing, uh, uh, especially if there's a bunch of peppers, I'll buy a, a grip of them and either dry them or pickle them just for storage. Yeah. That way I don't have to. Did you did you guys find yourself like stocking up over the pandemic and like figure like did you guys take up any like I'm growing my own vegetables now because I don't know what the state of the world is. Did oh, you guys oh, have yeah, any, definitely definitely you guys had those um, moments? My uh, my wife will uh, readily admit she has a black thumb. So, <laughs> but she uh, she put some time in trying to grow some tomatoes. Um. Yeah, I got you a guys bunch. got the tomatoes. Yeah, I got a bunch of tomatoes. Hey, Michael, thank house. you for that follow. Oh, you got some tomatoes talking? A uh, whole bunch, yeah. Whole oh, bunch hell of tomatoes, yeah. Tomatoes, peppers, uh, got a lemon tree now. Uh, not over the pandemic, but just, you know, always. Yeah. Oh. I, yeah. I grew up, my father's place, Yeah, he's got an acre, and we always, so growing up, we grew, we had lemon trees, we grew corn, strawberries, peppers, um, like chard, Swiss chard, rainbow mm. chard. Yeah, so hell yeah. Like Fuck yeah, man. We, we did the same thing. We, the, the funny thing about us is that we had like, we didn't really have a garden. We had like a back patio with like potted plants. So like yeah, if the yeah, shit exactly. did go down, we would have at least one one day of vegetables to eat. And we, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> one day of eating. Michael C. Stone. Welcome in, my friend. Uh, Michael Stone says, hi, Nathan. Hello. Um, wait a second. Are you uh, a... <sighs> Never mind. You're not that. That person's name is like Brian or Byron or something. Uh, <laughs> anyways, um, as soon as it starts getting cold, I get the fireplace going. Hopefully, one day I'll have a real fireplace. Uh, 
Yes, I agree. Uh, you're, uh, anyways, yeah, no, the 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 whole uh, the whole pandemic. How how was that for you guys? How how did you guys handle that? Where, did you find it as a time for great creativity, or was it a time of great just shit in your pants and just holding on? I needed to take a break from doing shows, anyways. So. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I was getting burnt out, and then the pandemic. I was telling myself, you need to take a break from doing shows, just doing too much and burning myself out. And then the pandemic <clears> happened. So perfect timing. I haven't done a show in like a, I feel like I think it's been a year. Wow. And yeah. well, I mean, you guys got this new album out under shadow figures, which, which, um, which I know tall can you make a, a few appearances on. And then, um, uh, it's called Song of Forward, and everyone should go out and, and jam it, download it. I'm going to go ahead and drop a link in the chat for you guys to, nice. to get it. And go follow up Nate. Nathan, Nate. Hey, Nate. Like, that's what I think. Nate's been... fine, too. I, I've always, I, I don't even know how I address you. I mean, we've known each other for a while, and I, I don't even, I, I think it's always like dude or man. It's like, hey, man. <laughs> hey, bro. How's it going? Hey, bruh. Um, <laughs> Anyways, so so <laughs> with Shadow Figures, I mean, are are you guys planning on doing any kind of live performances with this? Ah, uh, we've been trying to figure that out. I mean, the idea with this was just uh, I had a bunch of beats mm -hmm. sitting around, and I was, and then with the pandemic, I was writing more beats, and and uh, uh, I spent a bunch of time fixing up this room that you see behind you, and and messing with my technology and stuff. So I was just sending stuff out to people. Um, I sent a bunch of beats to Talkan and a bunch of other people, and then people um, uh, were sending me back verses, and I thought, okay, maybe I should. I've never done that. Um, I've always had bands, and I've never done it where I just presented myself as like a producer. So mm -hmm. I was always, you know, like producing bands or like I was, uh, you know, the drummer and the producer or something, but never just as a producer slash beat maker. Hmm. So I, I, that was sort of the idea, and we put that together. So there's, um, and this is, I think, I, I'm trying to do three. We'll see how that happens. The idea was to have a full length done, and of course, just it was taking forever, and I wanted to get something out, and I had a um, a few things done. So we put just a, a five thing, a five song EP out, and from that, um, kind of building up on that. Um, and then, yeah, figuring out how to do live is kind of weird because it's just every track is a different lineup of MCs. Right. Um, uh, so we're still trying to figure that out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because cause you, uh, you were working with Parker uh, Edison. Um, yes. what, what did you guys Parker call Meridian. Yeah, the Parker Meridian. Parker Meridian. Where, where that was an actual, like, that was, you guys, you guys, like, sold that as a, a hip-hop, like, outfit like a band right like that was something oh, yeah. you guys were a yeah. collective of musicians and 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 parker well parker's a musician i don't know why i even said it that way uh <laughs> <laughs> you were a bunch of musicians and parker, and parker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no parker is an incredible incredible artist um but uh yeah you guys sort of you guys sort of sold it in that fashion and so yeah i could see how that uh, that could be challenging, especially you have so many different artists, and 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 you had Al on, which was really cool. It was nice to see Al out there spitting some rhymes again and doing his thing. Uh, yeah, definitely. Because uh, Al Al is a uh, you know, I mean, 
it's funny because the first time I ever saw Al was he was rapping with a band, so it's it's like, oh, yeah. and then it was yeah. like poetry. But I, I don't know, like he has this interesting cadence. But yeah, it, it, so so yeah, man, I really love that you uh, that you guys. Uh, oh. I don't know what. I'm sorry, I got distracted by chat. Usually, that's how it usually works. Oh, um, look at chat. Yeah, it He's moved. <laughs> they said something to me. <laughs> I love Parker. Yeah, Al Howard. Uh, Al Howard was great. I uh, we had done. Um, he did this whole project called a hun. I forget what the actual title was, but it was basically a hundred songs in a year. Oh yeah. He, wrote, he was doing a hundred songs and had people, different people, record them, and he put out. A hundred was totally ridiculous, <laughs> and so we were talking about doing uh, one of his songs. Um, there was a brief second where um, he tried to re—he tried to put the Black Sands back together, which was a band he had mm -hmm. um, quite a few years ago, and we had practiced this one song. So I helped him uh, put that together and recorded a few of the different people, and then got that and did like a, a rough mix and sent it into. Uh, his his mixing guy yeah so from that i you know i said yeah, yeah um i know he i i can't really tell where he's at in terms of the the spoken word and the rapping thing um but i said i've got this track and and it would it'd be amazing to hear you on it and, yeah and he actually sent me a rough draft i didn't uh, honestly i didn't i wasn't sure because he doesn't really mostly at this point he's the lyricist and all these groups and yeah. plays percussion yeah. So I didn't even know if he'd go for it. Right. And he sent me back this rough draft, and I was like, this is rad. we got to go with this. So I um, built that track up from there. Um, and that was kind of the um, – I mean, I have a background of working with, with poets a lot. Um, Sister Rez I worked with for years, who's a slam poet, and I worked with this uh, poet named Roger Aplon from Chicago for many years. So doing – some of that's like, you know, beats with – slam poetry some of it's just like sonic stuff with a poet reading kind of long form poems and stuff um so i definitely wanted to incorporate that i have a track with um adrian from taco shop poets that i'm trying to finish up and then a few other things so the, the ep like definitely has mcs and then also like you know there's sort of this gray area between spoken word poets and mcs and all these different things depending on you know what you think of their cadence and stuff no, I'm, um, I wanna, I'm happy to like try and like, hold, oh, Jesus. all of that. Sorry, I just I accidentally started. Oh, Jesus, it's going. Oh, no, that's you. Oh, okay. I, thought, I was like, wait, it's playing. Oh, my God. Dude, technology fails me constantly. So anytime I hear anything, yes, it, it, that's very nice. Is that a real, is that a, like a real uh, road? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes, it is. Uh, let's let's listen to a little bit just uh just because we listened to a little bit of like what Talkin was doing at the top of the show. So I, I kind of want to get a little bit of uh, what Al is doing. Just give everybody sort of a idea of what we're talking about here. I'll turn this down a bit. Dark ahead, it's still dark ahead, it's still dark ahead, it's still. Dark ahead, it's still dark ahead. The tumbleweed moves through the streets. It's all a ghost town, far as my eyes can see. The sun is sliver, horizon red. My rearview mirror is full of death. I caught my breath And it was 
Yeah, I just want to kind of give everybody sort of an idea, uh, you know, just the very, uh, I, I think it's awesome that you have such a, a variety of, of, of lyricists on your album, man, because this is like, you know, I don't know, I, I've always had an affinity for hip hop, I've always worked with fucking rappers and, and you know, in, in that in that realm, so I, I always love seeing these kinds of things. Um, what, what do you think that there's a sort of a through line in this EP, or do you, is there a, is there something that connects these, or is each piece uh, sort of a standalone? Because I, I sort of feel a vibe going on throughout, but I don't know. I'd love to hear it from your perspective. Yeah, it's kind of a. I mean, it's an interesting like. You know how it is when you're working with artists. You uh, you send them tracks and stuff, and and adding a verse or adding a i'm sorry adding a hook can be kind of a challenge because you already like box them in like mm -hmm. this is what the song's about right you know if you just send them a beat and they're right. like this beat's cool or i'm not feeling this mm -hmm. you know but then you send them a hook too and and they're like oh okay but i i like that's sort of my background so the idea was that i had a bunch of beats with hooks a couple without um the solution shut down didn't have a hook at all mm. and um so i i think if there's a sort of a connecting connecting tissue between all of them it's like the production and then also the idea that i wrote a lot of the hooks and kind of gently guided like the mm. general topics i see i see yeah no i actually just did that with somebody um where where it just sort of the the hook is part of like the you know i mean the the hook is this um is this like vocoder part that says king queen prince slave and so like that's already done and i'm like okay here um so here's the hook um this is what it is and you interpret it however you want but here's the hook yeah. as it is it's like prince or king queen prince slave so you interpret that however the fuck you want uh but yeah i mean uh, it, it definitely, uh, I, I, I definitely feel that where you're sort of like influencing it. Here's what I got. Here's an idea. Here's the vibe I'm looking for. Can you kind of work around it? And so then, um, coming from that perspective, is there a through line that you sort of are trying to, uh, impart on the listener, which I, you know, I don't want you to, if you, if you feel like that's kind of a bunk ass question, <laughs> you could just say pass. I don't think there is actually, I, I'm trying to think about it. I mean, in general, I there's a little, you know, I'm a little emo sometimes. Um, so, you know, in general, most of my hooks or my music, if you've listened to my music, it's it's definitely not happy go lucky. Like we're all gonna be, we're all gonna be great. Let's play Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Let's play ukuleles. Everything's gonna be good. So yeah, I, I definitely write like I mean, a lot of the hooks are kind of on a darker thing. Well, I mean, and I had a, I okay. actually had a few like you know. People where they're like, yeah, you know, you could tell that, like, maybe that there was a little bit too much of it wasn't uh, where they were feeling it. Yeah, which is which is totally fine. I totally get that. You mm -hmm. know, everybody. Um, I, I what I wanted to do was really showcase people in the best way possible. Mm -hmm. So, um, like, if they're not feeling it, I definitely don't want to. You know, I want them to really like get excited by it and be able to play that. You know, play off of that. Yeah, for sure, man. Talking, what, um, you know, like you, I feel like you have a lot to say, man. Um, 
what was your what was your approach to I mean especially in these first couple of songs I feel like you really are saying some shit um but what what was your approach to this to this uh oh Thank you very much, Dex. I appreciate you. Hold on. Dex, what's going on, baby? Welcome in. Welcome in. And we got a question from uh, Penny, and we're going to get to that question right after this. Uh, what, what was your approach to uh, to writing your verses out on this? Writing your verses um, out? The or- first, I think the first song you sent me was Marching to the Sun, I believe. Yeah. And uh, he was and, ten- and Or no, I Speak. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. I Speak, Marching to the Sun. Uh, when he sent me, he sent me, uh, I speak, I was really feeling the, really feeling the beat. Cause it was real. Like it was just the bare minimum of the root of the beat. And mm-hmm. I just started very just old started, school nineties hip hop. Yeah. Yeah. I just started yeah. clicking to it and just started feeling like I gotta get back into this music shit. Cause I haven't really been like, uh, I mean, I've been doing other projects, but I just kind of took a step back. But with this it was like the first time I sat down and wrote a verse in a while. And uh, first time I recorded in a while because I don't have my own studio anymore. Uh, so we recorded this track at uh, at the apartment I'm staying at, and it was the uh, first time I recorded with somebody else in a long time. So I just let it all kind of kind of roll out, and a lot of the lyrics that I speak were just things that I was writing without a beat, and I just kind of just tossed it right on the beat, and just, just went for it. And uh, it's just, I was just kind of trying to uh, explain what I've been going through personally but also going through like uh the evolution of music how shit's always changing in san diego with the the hip-hop scene and stuff like that how has it changed uh i mean there's a whole bunch of new stuff uh happening you know what i mean emerging uh it seems like when i i mean i've only been rapping for like eight years but it seems like the scene's just been getting bigger and bigger there's new cats coming out uh just like just fools that are like hella going for it and it's cool to see how many different styles there are now instead of just like the same old same old same old you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah yeah a lot of new blood changing venues yeah yeah a lot of old you venues know? ain't around no more and yeah it's just it's it's it's, it's evolving i feel mm-hmm. like because uh yeah. it's, a, it's a lot of a lot of people with with stuff to say right now uh and i thought it was cool too because me and indy and k have been trying to do a song together Shout out to Indian K. We've been trying to do a song together since we met. So this yeah. all happened because of because of Nate. <laughs> yeah, and I met I met K at at Winston's for one of Alo's the um, hip hop the OB hip hop social. Yeah, mm-hmm. shout out to Alo. And I was like, hell yeah, I like what this guy does. <clears throat> I mean, all this stuff. I literally I I just sat down and was like, who are my favorite local MCs? Yeah, I just made a list and sent them all beats and was like, you know. And so that was great. Hell yeah. Tolkien was the first person to come back to me and and send me a verse, which was great. Like, he really got the ball rolling, you know. Because having beats is is cool, and um, but actually, like, making it happen and get people to do things. It's so tough. It's way harder than I I even imagined. Because I've always just done, I've worked with one person, like, yeah, come over, we're working. We work on stuff, and we we end up with stuff, you know. Yeah, and when you do the whole just like you know toss this shit into the wind, yeah, you immediately like, oh man, that shit sucks. Oh, oh, this guy didn't get back to me. Oh, oh, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> Yo, I just went through this whole fucking thing, dude. This whole fucking thing, just because like. I've been trying to push this, like, I've been trying to, like, sell this or just get um, rappers on my fucking, like, an old school funk hip hop band or hip hop uh, uh, EP. Yeah. And, like, 
I reached out to some youngins. I reached out to some, you know, some older cats. Ain't nobody got back. And I'm just like, man, this beat sucks then. Like, it must be me. <laughs> it must be me. And, you know. And, it's and, totally you. And, you know, and it could be. <laughs> no, it's Here's, not Well, all, no, it could be. No, no, uh, no. In all not. seriously, though, in all seriousness, I mean, it could be that maybe it wasn't up to their standards. Um, and that's fine. Yeah. And that's fine. Because, you know, I, I sent it out to a young cat who, you know, he's like 20. And he's very much into this new hip hop. It's emotional and it's fucking, you know, they're talking about smoking weed and taking LSD and and love and, you know, and 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 and, and the environment that we're living in now. So it's like, I don't know. It, it, it's a, uh, I, I get it. He's very much on that new shit. And, and I, I, I get it that sometimes it's not going to be that. But anyways, I'm not going to sit here and be like, fuck it. Oh, woe is me. Because I, I, I the people who are going to work with you are going to work with you. And, and, and like, I loved how you're like, tall can was the first one to get back to me. It was like, yo, let's do it. And I Wait. love it when people are like that. And that's how it was with the person I'm working with right now. Um, he's out of Montreal. I shout out to fucking to Ho Ho. Uh, if we get a shout out for behind that suit, um, you know, he was like real cool about. It. He was like, I was like explaining on stream, like, yo, I don't know if people. Some people are mad at me because I said like my one homie that I was in a band with was uh he was like actually mad at me he's like why the fuck you gonna send me this fucking beat i don't know how to write to this shit like he was like mad at me Damn. and then like three months later he's like yo mike uh can i use that beat you sent me for my new album and i was like yeah but i wanted to use it for my album he's like oh he's like i'm gonna use it for my album i'm like all right he's like okay bye and now <laughs> he's he's a very close friend to me i'm not gonna if he uses the beat that's fine but it's just it's funny it's just funny it's weird all i'm all that just to say that i i completely understand where you're going through because this whole last year i've been trying to put together this hip-hop album and it's just completely falling apart and i just don't even care anymore now i'm off to the next thing but but i'm glad that you pushed through i'm glad that you pushed through and you made it happen because it's good. It's good <laughs> shit. Uh, I mean, it, it, you know, it's an interesting challenge, and everybody's got their. I, I didn't, I didn't really think about it because I just had. I, I write beats that I like to hear, you know, or I, I'm humming a melody or something, and I, I write it down, and it's it's pretty mellow. I, I don't have any like grand, you know, trying to write some, you know, four hundred year masterpiece or something <laughs> yeah these are these are just like you know pieces that i feel strongly about but then you talk to different people and you know i was trying to get um preacher versus choir mm. on one of these tracks and he goes he's like man you you know my thing it's got to be slow it's got to be grimy you know <laughs> and i was like and i'm thinking like yeah, none of those tracks fit into what you're describing. Like, uh, okay, let me see. I got some other ones. Let me. I'll get you some other stuff. Yeah. You know, I've got this that might work, but the stuff I sent you, like, definitely is. I get it. It's too fast for mm -hmm. what you want to do. Yeah. So, like, all those things, like, I'm, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't really put that into into um, into my thought of like, because I'm not. I wasn't writing for specifically for a certain person and and their flow and what kind of stuff they deal with. Yeah. Like we've been uh, talking and I've been and working on some stuff and we're getting like a little bit better about that or I'm getting better about like realizing those kind of tempos and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's got that different thing they're looking for. Everybody's got a different, you know, very specific, very specific. 
Yeah, and it's all good because it's like at the end of the day, if someone's not comfortable with a beat or if they don't feel like it's gonna best represent what they're trying to do, then it's not. It's not. It's best not to force that because it's gonna come through in the music, right? I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. if someone's just like, "Well, I'm just gonna do it because I'm gonna do it," or whatever the reason is, you're not gonna put your heart into it. You're not gonna fully understand where, you know, it's just not gonna be a complete piece if everyone's not on board and really into it. So. That's cool with me. I I really don't. I really don't. I really don't hate on it. It's just at first you're just like like you said. It's like, do I suck? Am I just an asshole? <laughs> like, <laughs> but maybe then you both. just but maybe both both. But but seriously, and I think that was a lot of it too. Was that a lot of the beats were like seventy five BPM, you know, and like that's real real slow. But you can still ride that shit. You can still ride a seventy five. I'm not a rapper, but you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. talking, yeah. I'm interested in, uh, you know, how do you, what, how do you like pick and choose what, what you want to uh, sort of write to and what, what uh, beats you want to write to? And I'll get to your questions, guys. I'm just, I'm in the zone, baby. Uh, uh, usually, uh, I don't really look for the BPM because I've done different BPMs, 96, 88, 89, is usually like a comfort area mm -hmm. for me uh but a lot of the times i just i have a lot of homies who make make beats and uh ask them for some beats and shoot me some beats i'll just go through them i was doing a lot of lo-fi mm. type of beats for a while and just rapping over a lot of uh shout out to the homie Midyon who stays in the uk he, he makes a lot of lo-fi beats and i was just going through his soundcloud and asking if i could use them for a while and that's how a lot of my albums and like uh, would would be formed with with those beats, you know what I mean? So it would be uh, you get like you hear my song over this beat, and then you might hear another person's song from another country over that beat later on on YouTube somewhere. Yeah. Uh, but I, I mean, I I just I, I like I like just listening to the homies' beats and trying to pick out stuff like from from there, or just chopping it up with Nathan about different like uh, records and stuff. Yeah. Like uh, Santana or. Talk about old, old Cambodian music oh, and stuff. Hey, like hey, that. hey! Can we? Can we? Can we do it? I got. I got something. I got something. Let's wait, go. Wait, hold on. Wait, something hold on. works for me. Okay. <laughs> Talkan had this party the other week and I missed it. But I, I, I brought. I, this was. These are my gifts from the yeah. party that I didn't give to him. <laughs> I got them right here. Look at this. Okay, number one. Cracking. Ooh, that's a good one. That's yes, a sir. good one. Number two. Ooh, my favorite album ever right there. Oh, up. shit. What is that? That's a Abraxas by Santana. Abraxas oh, Abraxas. Dang. Yeah, that's my favorite one right there. Look that's that. the one. That's number two. I thought Ooh. that had a different cover. I thought that was and, the red one with... Uh, and number three. Oh, that's the you one. You see how he brought that shit up? It was magic. It was meant to be. Santana. Yeah, he even gets a, he gets a little box to bring it home so he doesn't destroy it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. We did it. Oh, man. Thank you. Oops. <laughs> there it is. Hell yeah. I mean, I grew up, I grew up, that's all my dad would play. Just yeah. Santana nonstop. Santana, Rolling Stones, or or Jimi Hendrix. Or, oh, dude. Well, it. this would actually segue really well into the, our, our first question from uh the chat from Deuce Penny. Uh influenced by Pink Floyd, question mark. That would fit them well. So, I mean, was Pink Floyd a part of that? Uh, that that nurturing pro uh, process that your father laid upon you. 
Well, I, the first time I heard Pink Floyd was actually from my stepdad, who was a super tweaker from the desert. Oh, and he shit. Was from, he was from El Centro, and that, that that dude would play Pink Floyd nonstop. <laughs> and that was the first time I heard Pink Floyd, and it really... really so is it associated with, with, with... So is it associated with, like, bad memories then? I mean, somewhat, but really, <laughs> I used to steal a CD player and just listen to the motherfucker, listen to Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon, just, oh, yeah. and just end up with a CD player at school all day and just be listening to that while the teacher's talking and not hearing anything. So yeah, uh, so I was down. I, I really liked the message, the messages in Pink Floyd a lot, and there's mm. a lot of uh, on my first album I made with the homie Professed MC from uh, Vista, from uh, North County. I think he's from Vista. Uh, we sampled a lot of Pink Floyd. Really? Like a whole lot, yeah. Oh shit, I didn't know that. Yeah, there's well, that's the thing. My first album had like I put so many songs on <clears> it, and just no one listened to all of them because it's like 21 tracks or some shit like that. <laughs> Damn. But yeah, Pink Floyd is is the shit. I love Sid Barrett. Sid Barrett was one of my main inspirations on with writing. Yeah, still is today. I listen to a lot of Sid Barrett. Dude, that dude was wild, man. That dude was yeah, so was a trip. Uh, like was a trip. I, I read somewhere he. Um, where he used to do paintings where he would just paint a painting for like a month and months at a time and then just go out in his front lawn and just burn it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, eh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Which he was a strange I, dude. I respect. I respect it, man. I respect that. It's like, I'm going to burn my art and that's just part of my art. Fuck yeah, you. Yeah, because I mean like him and his whole crew, when they when they did what they did, they, they set out to be rock stars. They became rock stars and it was kind of like, okay, what now? And then there's nothing really to, to go to what what do you do now? And then you see really into uh you know, uh, a lot of artists are into self destructive behavior. Yes, know? they are. And it happens, you know. And uh, he was a strange dude. I don't think I think he was just done with the fame mm-hmm. after a while. He just didn't want to be just want to be left alone. Yeah, and, and L S D too much L S D. Oh yeah, I mean <laughs> hey, too much L S D would I mean yeah, definitely like that. Shock. And I mean that's yeah. the thing too. He was doing a lot of uh like the Mandy's, like he was doing a lot of uh barbiturates and Ooh. he was putting this like cream. I forgot the exact name of it, but he put this cream in his in his hair that had like barbiturates in it and it was just <laughs> melt down into his face. <laughs> and he was a strange Damn. yeah, he did a lot of wild stuff man. i mean um jimmy hendrix uh, uh supposedly put in a bunch of acid in his headband yeah, for his bandana he got it from owsley uh, oh okay yeah, he got that from owsley his purple uh purple haze purple, i mean it, it was that's what what purple haze was about but he had got the purple lsd from owsley who was the chemist they used to roll around with the grateful dead uh yeah that motherfucker and and the uh what what they call him um the further bus and Ken oh, Kesey yeah. and the Merry Pranksters. Do you guys ever read that book uh, by Tom? Electric Kool Aid. Yeah. Acid test. Yeah. yeah. The book's crazy. That that's like that's like how to start a scene and yeah, <laughs> in <real>. five EV <laughs> steps. <laughs> yeah. uh, hold on, I'm googling this barbiturate hair cream. Oh yeah. Just make it, yeah it's like, <laughs> It's a, it's a, it's on the. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's the Sid Barrett like Wikipedia thing about the. Uh, man, it called they called it Mandy's or something like that. It was like a. I forgot exactly what it was called though. Oh, he died in 2006. Yeah, he lived. A, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I thought it people, was like 90s. People would would go to his house a lot and try to get interviews, and he would he would cuss them out. Slam the door go away! I'm fucking yeah. crazy. He lived with his parents, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. He just kind of like turned into this hermit. Yeah. Yeah. I. You know. I mean. It, it, you know, like when you think about them and they were so young when they blew up and, you know, the pressures of fame, which I know nothing about, but the pressures of fame, I'm sure is, you know, is insane. 
And then you put on all kinds of, um, you put on, put mixed, you know, LSD, you mix fucking barbiturates in your fucking perm shit. Like you're going to, it's going to do something to you. You know, <laughs> like it's going to, oh, sure, it's yeah. going to warp you. And, and, uh, it, 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 it's sad, but you know, like that's how it went. And, and if you think about it, it's like if Sid Barrett wouldn't have went off his rocker and, and, you know, went into his own little world, we wouldn't have gotten stuff like Dark Side of the Moon or The Wall right. and stuff. So, like, and you can hear Sid in that stuff. Oh, I yeah. At least. yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. I, you know, and, and like, I, I dig what they did when Sid Barrett was in the band, but it was very, it's almost a little too Mary Poppins for me. Like, no, yeah, poppity, poppity, super, poppity, yeah. You know, like, super like uh, <laughs> the other side of the, of the pond. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was just that very poppy psychedelic <clears throat> sound of the times, but 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 then what they were able to sort of shift into, and and actually when you read the history of them, it, it took them a long time to figure that shit out because they were just sort of throwing shit at the wall. I remember reading that they were going to after um, you just lost you. Oh, what no. Oh, oh, oh. Sorry. It's my rig. It's fucking up. Wait, wait, wait. How dare you? Oh, there it's we go. Spirit of Sid Barrett. He's fucking with us. Yeah, crazy. the Sid, Sid Barrett's like, fuck you guys. Don't talk about me. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm talking about me. It's kind of right a now. similar thing, too, with the early Soft Machine and a lot of those bands where they started out, I mean, super poppy. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of figured out, like, oh, we can let's do something else. Yeah. The, I always like that. Uh, well, I do, too. I always like bands that find a whole new outfit, a whole new direction. I mean, even like like when you look at the shift that uh, Radiohead took from, you know, from from whatever was what was it? Kid A to not Kid A, but before Kid A was uh, I can't remember. But that shift between the la- the album before Kid A and then the Kid A, yeah. the bands. You look at that transformation, like they did that as a band, and they did that as like a. It, it, it was just like a completely di- like it was just completely different from what they were doing. I mean, you know, there was elements, but. Like it just went completely the other side. With Pink Floyd, they really had to struggle for a few albums. And I remember reading that they were planning after because they did that stupid soundtrack that they hated, Adam Hartmother, that that to this day David Gilmore hates. Uh yeah, Relics. Uh uh and uh yeah, Penny. Yeah, they did some relics and stuff. Uh but uh they did a couple of those uh uh, 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 what do you, soundtracks for crazy movies, and, and um, they were going to go in and do a record all made with household items. They were gonna like have a spray can, shh, and they were gonna like hitting the bathroom tub, and like that that was that was their big yeah that was their big idea, you know, and it was like ah. Uh, yeah, I'm glad they went in another direction. I'm getting my timelines all fucked up, but you know that's sort of the idea. Um, yeah, totally. Pr- props to the Who for hating each other and making money for centuries. Okay, decades. Yeah, uh, his mom always protect, always protected him. Always. Hmm. I've got a bike. Yeah, his his. his uh, we're talking about Sid. Sid. Right? Yeah. Yeah. His. Yeah. His. He lived with his parents for mm-hmm. the last however many years. Yeah. Parents like you know took care of him, took care of his estate and stuff. Yeah, what? For, how about you, uh, Nathan? Is the what? What, what kind of influences Pink Floyd uh, do you draw from? Do, do, do were you uh, big Pink Floyder? Floyd? Yeah, I had my mother had 
um, metal and Dark Side mm. of the Moon on vinyl. Nice. So I grew up listening to those. And then um, I'm, I'm right at that age where they put out uh, Gentle Sound of Thunder and um, whatever that record is with um, Learning to Fly on it. Uh, Division Bell or Momentary Lapse of Reason? Momentary Lapse of Reason. Yeah. So that was like right when I was like, you know, first paying attention uh-huh. they had that video on mtv and stuff yeah so that was so that's interesting like very very different band in the 80s yeah totally um i mean the shift from the sid era to the to the 70s era is pretty major and then the shift to the 80s is even different right um uh so i, I sort of grew up listening to each of those different eras and appreciating it i don't know if i could point specifically to like um how that influenced my music but i definitely listened to that music a lot yeah. and yeah i think i think that uh i think that everything that we ingest somehow makes it into whatever we put out right in some oh, form or yeah, another yeah. so so yeah i mean yeah. probably right <laughs> probably pink floyd <laughs> influenced it too you know i mean there's just the oh, yeah. i mean you definitely if you think about pink floyd and you think about like what you could derive from that, I think if you look at like this lo-fi movement, I think you could almost derive an influence of that from Pink Floyd with their like very calming, you know, like like us and them or something, you know, it's a very chill ass, just chill thing. And, you know, that vibe of just, just chilling, but rocking, you know, I'm rocking out, but I'm chilling. I think it was just a, I think you could see a through line throughout music and and history of music and stuff. Yeah. I mean, sonically, definitely. There's a lot of things people derive from that. Mm -hmm. See that. Sounds a bit like fish. I don't know. What sounds like fish? I've got a shift to the eighties was the breakup period. Thank Thank David for keeping the spirit alive. Yeah. And then what was interesting, do you guys remember when they did the Live 8? Like, uh, I think it was in 2012 or something, where they all got back together for, like, a few songs. And yeah, yeah. That was magic. And now Homeboy's dead, and that'll never happen again. So, anyways. Yeah. It doesn't seem like Nick. Well, Nick's touring on the old. He's got that band where they play all the older material, right? It's called... Does Nick he? Mason's saucer full of secrets. Or something. Oh yeah, he does yeah, have that. So he's got a band, which is, which is kind of rad. Yeah. Um. I mean, judge what you want about people doing, you know, uh, like revisions of their past, mm-hmm. you know. But like, hell, it's Nick Mason. He can do what he wants. I agree completely. And the man's got to eat. Not that he's probably poor at all. I can't imagine that those. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's all right. <laughs> I can't imagine. I can't imagine. I think, he's, I think he's the only member that's been on every Pink Floyd record. Wow. Don't I don't, don't quote. Hold on. Let's don't let's quote look. me on that. But I I I I seem to remember reading that where he's the only one that's made it through everything. Because Roger's not on everything. No. And Gilmore's not on everything. I'm looking it up, and I'm a slow typer. Looking it up. Looking it up. Uh, album. Yeah, it comes up. Let's see. Mason is the only Pink Floyd here. We can just Fresh. everybody. I was right. Got it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you own me. You own me. Mason is the only Pink Floyd member to be featured on every one of their albums and the only consistent 
constant member of the band since its formation in 1965. It is estimated that as of 2010, the group has sold over 250 million records worldwide, including 75 million units sold in the United States. Nick Mason is doing just fine, folks. I don't think Napster took him out. I don't think the streaming platforms took out Nick Mason at all. Uh, I think he's doing just fine. Um, and, and hey, hey, Dose Penny said he spoke about instruments, vacuum, and such was the fish comment. Mm. Yeah, I, that that makes sense. I think, from my I understanding, see. Floyd was coming out of like Cage, John Cage, mm. especially like living room music and some of those. Um, and then Satie, Eric Satie, who's a, a French composer. Mm. There was a lot of talk in the in the European avant-garde, especially about everyday instruments being possibilities. Mm. I mean, John Cage had a whole orchestra just based on junk uh, percussion, so using brake drums and coil springs and hubcaps and things like that. But then he took it even farther where something like living room music was literally people just playing um, with their hands on chairs and things like that. So, yeah, uh, and I, 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 I seem to remember reading that. Don't again, don't quote me on it, but it seems like they were coming out of a lot of that, using everyday objects to create music. Yeah, um, it seemed like there was a lot of that in the in the general, um, maybe like sort of in the air, you know, Amon Dole and a lot of the Krautrock. Kraut. Sorry, I said the word. The <laughs> German avant-garde rock settings of the seventies. Nobody likes it. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> Moving on before I use the K word again. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, well, it's interesting because, you know, even that, uh, sorry, Pink Floyd derailed us, the track of yours uh, just flashed, but you're fine, Petty. This is, the <laughs> fuck, Petty? Why are you apologizing? This is our conversation. We're all have, we're all talking here, <laughs> goddammit. Um, <clears throat> though, um, the the it's interesting you know because it seems like that is a big influence on what you do when i see you making your 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 symbols and you're using and you have your drums full of fucking shit that you're just beating on and i'm not trying to shit on what you do because i really respect what you do but you know what i'm saying uh, oh, yeah, which, you which, with a chain one time oh yeah <laughs> it was tight i remember the chain, chain well, i think i mean i, I like uh, and at, at the most basic, I'm I'm a percussionist. I'm a drummer. So like, I'm not coming from a from a guitarist perspective or playing trumpet or a vocalist perspective. So I'm used to, and percussionists are always just like, okay, we can whatever object we want to use. You know, yeah. like you know, you're playing in an orchestra. You're playing triangle. Triangle is literally just a piece of metal that somebody bent, and then they found like the perfect way to bend it so it sounds amazing, and then they spend another you know hundreds of years trying to find the perfect beater to make it ring forever so it can project over this orchestra it's ridiculous when you think about it so yeah like and then clearly my the family business is sewer contracting so i grew up around tractors and excavators and all that stuff you know lathes and drill presses and welding and stuff like that so i'm totally used to like okay this uh i i, I gotta fix this symbol stand let me go just you know cut it and figure out how to fix it and stuff like that so that's yeah. a that's sort of a key thing like what kind of sound do we need like i used there was a whole record i've got this right here this is this um it's like a it's just a ceramic thing and i used it as a percussion instrument on a bunch of records Mm. Right. I mean, there's just a million sounds you can use. 
and you clearly see my studio. I was just showing Jesse. There's that rat I put in the shelf over there. So there's a bunch of stuff. Um, so yeah, I mean this this uh, record especially. I was using a lot of um, uh, Atari Punk console. I have uh, some different electronics than I use for some of the other stuff, like the other production stuff I do. But did you say bit. Atari Punk? What? Yeah, you know Atari. It's a. Um, here, let me reach for it. How dare you? Are are you? Is this some like uh, some like some Bender stuff? Some. Uh... <laughs> oh, I got. Oh, I, I, I use a ton of Bender stuff too. This is a. Um, my buddy built this for me. Oh, okay. A punk console. So oh. it's it's just a a box that, um, and you have a couple different controls over the circuits. Um, you see a lot of noise musicians using them, mm. and this one has. It's got um, switches. And you see the light turn on. Yeah. And then you can also do on and off with the button. Dope. And so that's so, like, is it like Pong? Yeah, they're asking, is it like Pong? It has those kind of noises, <laughs> like 8-bit kind of noisy um, stuff? It, it gets a little 8-bitty. Yeah, mm -hmm. there's, um, it, it can definitely do like, it, it's uh, very square wavy, I guess you could say. There's like, and, yeah. and then you can get it very short too, and it'll do rhythmic stuff like, like you hear the um, that track you played with Al Howard, mm. that that sound in the background. Yeah, yeah. That's the that's the Tory Punk console. Oh, and then um, yeah, so a little bit more noisy than some of the other stuff, depending on on the production. Like clearly, everybody loves Fender Rhodes. Everybody loves keyboards. Gotta like love that's that. all great. I've got a bunch of keyboards, um, but then trying to use some of those different sounds. Yeah. No, I, I, I absolutely love that. That's like one of the things that I really respect about what you do is that you are that person who pushes boundaries and, and you're not afraid to go out there. I remember last time you were on the show, you're like, yeah, I released a whole album where I just recorded it on like a little like hand recorded tape recorder and yeah, I put it out. Yeah, in the mountains with my friends. <laughs> we were just out there and it sounded great. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm like, that's amazing because it's like, because it's like complete fearlessness. And that's what I respect about, I respect in uh, artists, you know, is when they're completely fearless to do whatever they feel like. And, and I, I, and I just feel like that artists are being neutered right now with how, with just not being able to express themselves fully and, and, and honestly. Um, and, 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 and it fucking bothers me. It bothers me that artists can't express themselves how they truly want to express themselves and have to keep and feel like they have to keep their mouth shut about certain topics or ideas. And and that bothers me because as artists, like that is it is our job to reflect our fucking environment. It's our jobs to fucking, you know, to draw from what's what we see around us. And I'm not saying every artist needs to be a fucking political martyr, but have some fucking backbone. Jesus Christ. Word. Have some Hell fucking yeah. self-respect. Jesus. Let's see uh let's watch uh, uh Nathan do the mad scientist oh, here on his uh YouTube channel. Um what are we doing here? I don't I th I'm pretty sure this is the one where you're it's one yeah, see so this is a good example of what he does. So you see what he's, you know, he's, and then he has some crazy noises in the back. This is like horror movie music. Okay. 
Uh, do you got do you got any more of the stuff where you got like maybe I think we got oh there's the box oh yeah and then the keyboard on the top is a circuit band SK1 that, oh that's a bent one yeah and then I'm running it through that um, the electro harmonics uh, Mellotron pedal oh snap you like that pedal I do yeah, I've been having a lot of fun running the um, bent stuff through it. Uh-huh. You get, there's a ton of noise, but then the pedal adds like pitch content. Ah, uh. so you got like some like kind of gritty sound, and then you also have like a cello sound that's playing the exact same. Thing. Oh, tight! So you can get like some really interesting like textural stuff. That is dope, man. See, and, th- and that's exactly what I'm talking about. It's this <clears throat> you're you're fearless in what you say, and and I and I extend that to you too, ta- tall can. Because you know when you listen to the lyrics of what you're saying, you know, I oh, hear I hear some of the ballsiest samples. Some of the shit he puts on his record, I'm like, I would never do that. <laughs> I'm not gonna even say what the sample is because we'll all get in trouble. But there's some of them where I was like, bro. I wouldn't have dared do that. <laughs> I'm down. I'm down. Like, I'm There's down. a lot of people. Id the Poet did that too. I sent him a text. He gave me one of his records. I was like, bro, I do not have the balls to sample that shit like you did. And it, I mean, it totally works. It's really great. I was like, I, I wouldn't, I, I never heard, you know, I don't hear things like that. And I was really inspired by that. It was cool to hear. Yeah. Mad respect to, uh, to folks who, uh, who, who can flip a sample the correct way man uh do you know who michael manring is are you familiar with michael manring michael manring the bassist yes yes he was i i yeah i know who he is i don't i don't i don't know his music that well he, kind yeah, he was on Wyndham hill for a second and then yeah um, yeah i have a, a couple friends that play with him he um he he used to play with michael god manfred is that his name um he was a guitarist Anyways, oh, the harp guitarist, Michael Hedges. Michael Hedges, thank you, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Nathan is like the fucking, um, you just, you have. I'm not, I'm not. You Believe are that. Me. You're going to say something and I'm just going to be like. Oh, but you knew who Michael Manry was. <laughs> no, Michael, but Michael is all about this sort of avant-garde thing. He was on the podcast and he, and he, sh- he walked through his, he walked through his bass with me. And like, oh, I, yeah, yeah. I love, again, I love musicians and artists who are out there pushing the boundaries his hyper bass is nuts like it has like four different pickups all over the body like you can change the tuning of each string individually or all at once um you can do um you know he can hit it he uses sound to hit it there's different things to hit it i mean there's lots more other other shit i can't remember everything but he walked through the whole thing with us which is pretty amazing uh but it, it it was um I, I just think that 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 this avant-garde that it, it gets very little respect, you know. And I, I just, it, to me, I think it's like people out there really just being the most raw about it. Of course, I love a poppy song, you know. I don't, I you know, I love pop and I love all kinds of music, but I really respect people out there who are doing it and and just making the music that they want to make and not just sort of falling into some, you know, some bullshit ass box or trying to yeah. do something. Um, yeah, but I, you know, there's also just the ease. You know, it seems like everybody now has these logic presets, <laughs> and they they sound freaking great. Great. I great. mean, yeah. there's a lot of like I hear people making really really spectacular music, um, and it's easy to do. <clears throat> I've always, uh, you know, being a drummer, 
and then making beats is funny because I've always been like, yeah, you know, I have drum machines and I have samples and stuff, but at the same time, like, yeah, it's kind of fight this thing in my head like you know I should be able to do this or I'm gonna sample myself or these different issues so like I, I've always tried to like integrate all these different things that was one of the things I did during shutdown is I've got all these instruments I've been sampling just all the stuff I own so I have like you know every hubcap I own I sampled <laughs> you got whatever you're like I'm gonna make a really alt nice I got a really nice gong pack, Mike. I'll send it to you. You need some gongs? I got some gongs for you. It's going to change your life. <laughs> your next production is going to be all gongs. And, uh, Have you, I don't uh, even know what this voice is I'm doing. I'm it's the gong man. It's the gong man. He's selling me gongs. I'll get you, yeah. some, I'll get you some rain stick samples, too. I know you need oh, that. Yeah. I, I do need rain sticks. I would put a rain stick sample on my sample board. I mean, the best I got is <laughs> I got this. There you oh, go. You, oh, you definitely need. Okay, I'm. I am literally. I have the. I, I went in and bought the old and the the vintage, the giant bamboo one. I'm gonna sample that. And you, every time you use it in the show, you're gonna have to pay me three dollars. The raid tax, bitch. Um, I was gonna reach back and say you want me to grab it, but then that's three dollars. <laughs> <laughs> then you, then you'll own it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, uh, you know what though? I can afford it because brought to you by Pfizer. Oh. Fuck you. Pay me. There you go. Exactly. Thank you, Pfizer. Thank you, Pfizer. I can afford it. Um, thank you so much to Admiral Atlas One. Oh, yeah, that's the homie. Oh, Admiral Atlas One, thank you so much for dropping in and becoming uh, and, and, and following me, and, and I appreciate you. Thank you so much, and welcome into the the show. Yeah, uh, check it, out his beats. That's the homie Vic. He gets down. Oh, yeah. got the homie beats. Vic gets down. What up, dudes? Yeah, yeah. Admiral At Atlas. Let's let's look up Admiral Atlas then. Is that his name? In yeah, that's his, yeah, that's his oh, yeah. producer name. Yeah, it's the homie. Admiral Atlas Music. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, oh, Admiral Atlas. Hold on, we're coming over. Uh, excuse me. Admiral Atlas, SoundCloud, let's go. All right, Escape from the Sheep's Head Bay, let's go. First listen, let's go. This dude has some sick, real dusty type shit. Oh, it's dusty? dusty? I'm ready for yeah, dust. Go. Yeah, definitely shenanigans today. Oh, shit. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Trying to figure out if this is the homie or someone else. I can't oh, shit. Tell. Is this not him? <laughs> I can't even tell. I need my glasses on. <laughs> <laughs> We're listening to a, a different Atlas. Let me see if it's the same. The second That's one. Him. That's him. Okay, sure. good. I see the, the misfit logo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, that's, that's grimy. Oh, 
Poppin' Princess, thank you so much for that subscription. Thank you so much. Welcome here back. Oh, watch out now. Oh, yeah. Yo. I'm picture perfect. I paint a perfect picture. Fuck yeah. Damn, that's so dope. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's that dust I'm talking about. That's, a, <laughs> that's that dust. That's a San Diego thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah man. Marco started that shit. I like that. I like that. Yeah, well, yeah. welcome, Admiral Atlas. I appreciate you being in here. And, and, and uh, thank you. Well, I guess you didn't give us permission to play your beats. We just did. But thank you for not being mad at me for doing that. <laughs> Yo, motherfucker, give my permission next time you want to fucking put some respect on my beats. Sign that clearance. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I hope everything is well at your head. It's great, Papa Princess. Thank you so much for being here and thank you so much for that sub. This is for you. Hello, and welcome to We Speak English Good TV. I'm your announcer, Ron Swanson, and now I'm asking you to put your hands together in a clappy noise for your host, Mike E. P. Fanfare. Wonderful. Thank you, Ron. I appreciate that, buddy. Uh, thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, thank you. Uh, anyways, well, with uh, with 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 uh, what you're doing, so so you're saying, Nathan, that you you have more hip hop that it coming down the pipeline. Then is that what you're saying? Oh yeah, yeah. We got a um, so there's the five tracks that just came out, mm -hmm. song of forward, and then um, there's I would say the next one's maybe a third done. A pretty nice talk canvas nobody's heard. Hey, I ain't even heard it. I got a track. <laughs> like I, I said, I got a track with Adrian from Taco Shop Poets. I got a few other things, and then I got a few people um, that are supposed to send me stuff. And then I, you know, um, sending out beats to other people. It's interesting because, you know, you write a bunch of stuff, and there's always, you know, most of it fits together. Mm. I think this is true of whether you're like writing songs, you're writing beats, you're writing whatever it is. And then there's always like two or three. You're just like, I don't know what that is. I don't think that fits at all. <laughs> yeah. But it's good, right? It's yeah. good. Yes. So you, you're just like, okay, shit. And you put, you know, I have a little folder that goes, I literally have a folder that says, I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> and it's all those songs. So I'm like, okay, they're all good. None yeah. of them make any sense with anything else. So I don't know what to do with them. Yeah. But so I've got a bunch of those too. And you know, it's funny. I was doing, um, I don't do a ton of vinyl rips, but I have fun doing that. And I was, um, my kids had, I have a, a bunch of old Disney records. The kids had the Disney records out. And so I started going through those and I did a couple rips and I made some beats with some of those, uh, which was super fun. And, and I was, you know, it was just like an afternoon. Hey, you know, you're just making beats. You know? just, had, just hanging out, I'm making not, beats, nothing. I might have had a drink or something. Anyways, <laughs> but then you re like, I came back to it a couple months later. I'm like, these are cool. And I threw them in the beats folder and, and some, uh, oh, Carlo, Carlo was like, I really like this one. I was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> I didn't think that, you know, like trying to figure out how all this stuff fits and what projects they go into is like an interesting challenge it is it is uh what, what how did you put together um uh the the song of forward songs songs of forward or song of forward 
Song of Horror. Song of Horror. Yeah. But uh, is it that same kind of thing, or was it like, well, these these are done, so I'm gonna put these together? Or was it like, oh, I guess these kind of fit together? Was it that kind? They, of- yeah, they all fit together. I had. I speak was the first one that got done. Tolkien put it on, and I I sent it to Kay and asked him. I was like, I think this works from what I've heard you do, mm. and um, I. You know, it's like that hook is very like specific about what it's about and yeah. stuff. So it requires somebody to write very specifically to that. Mm. And I felt like what I've heard Kay spit like made sense with that. Mm-hmm. And then I had, um, and then March into the Sun. I had the Al Howard thing, and I I had that up, and Id wanted in on that, so we did that. I had like two thirds of it done, and then I had a couple things. I had Tolkien and Kelsey Ray's verse on the last track, We Carry On. And and I, I felt like maybe that was a track that could use three verses. Mm. So I, I I did like a, you know, a month out, I had a folder, like a Dropbox folder that I sent to a few people and said, hey, I'm almost done with this and here's the tracks that aren't done. And if anything makes sense, you want to jump on anything, let me know. Um, so I sent, I think... Um, Solution shut down and we carry on to a few people. Indian K got back to me right away and said, I want on, we carry on. And I sent the same thing to Frankie Fadeless and he said, I want on solution shut down. So that kind of, it all worked out mm-hmm. really nicely, actually. Yeah. Um, the, the, the word, the, the, the folder of, of misfit toys. That's, that's, uh, that's, that's my, I have a folder like that too. It's like, I don't, it, it's very strange because like, Oh, yeah. For whatever reason, some weird thing shits out of you, and you're just like, "Okay, I guess that's what I'm doing." This uh, when when you're um, when you're doing something like that, uh, or I guess in any way, how do you pursue what to, f- to what to follow? You know, because like for me, when I come to a beat, like you know, I'll make a beat, and then you know, I'll be messing around with the bass line, and then like I just sort of it's sort of like you gotta like. Sometimes it guides you, but sometimes it's forced. It's like, how do you choose what to pursue, especially if you're seeing something go in a direction that you're not, you know, familiar with, or you're not that you're like, I've never done anything like that. Do you fight against that, or do you just go with it? How do you pursue what what avenues to follow in creating a song? It, it, <laughs> it's I, a weird I don't question. Really have any set in stone? <laughs> I don't have any set in stone thing, but yeah. like I, I just kind of follow my nose and mm. figure out, and it doesn't always work. Right. Um, certain things. I mean, like I speak had um, completely different beat and a completely different bass line when it started out, mm-hmm. and I stripped it down. I stripped it down, like even before the one I sent you. Yeah. Like you know, like work through this stuff. Um, I, I found that I, um, and uh, like Parker said this to me too, he's like, you always overdo it. And I, I, I like, I'm aware of that. I, I mean, I'm the guy that put out the, the 50, 50 person large ensemble record, right? You know, I'm, I'm kind of known for overdoing it. So, but being aware of that, like sometimes overdoing it's what that project is. It's amazing, and yeah. Then other, and then other times you're like, yeah, okay, it doesn't yeah. need four road tracks and, <laughs> and a choir, and, you know? <laughs> no, I, So, yeah. like the, the stripping it down, stripping it down, a lot of these beats, you know, I would have, um, as a drum, coming from a drum perspective, like most of my programming, like there's a lot of hi-hat. 
Mm. And I've been trying to get away from that and do less hi-hat or no hi-hat. Mm. That's a real challenge for me because, you know, I'm coming from playing beats <laughs> and like transitioning that, you know. And there's a lot of people that do that really well. Like Milky Wayne does these incredible beats that there's almost no drums on them or very, very sparse drums. And I love that stuff. And that's like not a strength for me at all. Mm. But I've been trying to like work on things like that and realize like I just have a different conception on how that is. Yeah, I don't know if that answered the question. No, it does because because <laughs> like, be, yeah. Well, no, because you can. I, I tend to do that too. Like my wife is constantly like, take all those fucking sounds out. Like, why does everything have a delay? On? What is going on? Here? Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like, and, and you know, we 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 uh, you know, we submit songs for sync. So like. I'll give her this like crazy, <laughs> she's like, okay, just cut all that shit out, and then maybe we have a song, <laughs> you know. But like, yeah. but but I get that, and and I think it does answer because basically you're not afraid to pursue these these different avenues. Um, you're not afraid to obviously you're not afraid to do something huge, but then you're not also not afraid to strip it back. And to kind of get out of your own way, in a sense, because sometimes we can find ourselves in our own ways, especially in producing, but in a lot of, I guess, especially in life in general. But especially here in producing, it's like we could tend to get in our own way of, in, in, like, I overthink something or, like, you know, whatever the situation is. And so I, I think you did a great job in, in sort of answering that because it just shows, like, you're not afraid to pursue wherever the juice is sort of dragging you, you know, like you're going to chase it down and then, and then sort of go back through and, and, and then, you know, process after that, whether it means strip down or add more or whatever it is. So yeah, I think that was a great question. Oh, we have a baby Yoda interview. Okay. We can do that. Oh, we have another question from, um, we have another question from the chat, which fuck, I totally forgot. Sorry, guys. Sorry, Raina. Do you feel the SDMAs do a fair job of representation regarding hip hop music? So this is very much a, a San Diego Ooh. question. Ooh, this is very San Diego. <laughs> and uh, SDMAs uh, is the San Diego Music Awards, which is very much a, um, it's a fun thing in San Diego. Um, and uh, I, I know there's some people who have some things on it. You know, some people uh, have some questions about it. But uh, I'm just interested in, in how you, uh, please answer the question and how it's written. Do you feel the SDMAs do a fair job in represent, representation? representation regarding hip-hop music of representation regarding hip-hop hip -hop. music so san diego hip-hop music um well i mean this is said that i've i've won san diego music awards <laughs> so um no i don't think they do oh. and and i don't in a larger sense i don't think um that um i mean it's an organization and it's a bunch of people that run clubs and book shows, promoters, concert promoters. Money, money, money. Um, yeah, they're, they're, it's definitely money, <laughs> yeah. right? And it's people that write for uh, local things and stuff. And um, But uh, I think um, as much as we can say, like, you know, yes, Rick Scales should have won the Music Award by now, right? Obviously. Um, you know, Orko Elohim should be on the, uh, you know, um, <clears throat> the Hall of Fame or whatever the, the thing is. Mm -hmm. At the same time, like we also need to be proactive about letting those people know who we are mm -hmm. and and getting our name out there because, like, um, you know, these are not people like these are people that are booking people that come to them, mm -hmm. right? 
if you've never played Winston's and you've never been to Winston's, why would you imagine that anybody, the guy that books Winston's, and I don't even know who it is, um, would know who you are and would present your music, yeah. right? Like, we have to be proactive in getting our music out there, whether it's radio, you know. Right. Uh, Beto's doing a great job right now. Like, there's a lot of, like, local support for, for hip-hop and on radio, which is, San Diego's never been a, a radio town, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, the print thing is super sketchy, right? Right now, City yeah. Beat's gone. Oh, wow. The reader, you know, is, you know, depending on who's writing, has been helpful and and sometimes maybe not depending on who you are hmm. um and then w w beyond that you know, there's a ton of people doing podcasts which is great yeah and those people like i would love to see those people on the board sending music awards on the board of these different things um i would love you know there's all these different things i would love to see more um, more critics and things like that so i think overall in, in a lot of different ways, we can all support each other and build each other up and, and keep this moving. You know, there's, and there's different levels too. You've got somebody who, you know, there's famous rappers making a lot of money hmm. and still doing stuff locally. And you've got, you know, people playing, I, I don't know, I I'm trying to blank on a club, you know, playing, uh, Soda bar, bar. Pink. Our yeah, bar pink. Playing, okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Playing clubs like that and stuff. And there's all these different levels. And there's mm. people just doing house shows and stuff. Mm. And um, and all of those people are important. And critics yeah. are important. People writing about this stuff is important. Yeah. You know, somebody like Nate Witzel is super, super important. Hell yeah. This scene, you know, mm -hmm. somebody that wants to support uh, somebody like Chris Reyes doing those things is super, super important. Not only as an artist, but also as somebody who's promoting uh, other people. And you know, talking critically about things and starting doing all that promotion. So, just in general, I, I mean, that's my thought. I would love to see just more of everything. Mm. Yeah, I, you know, I'm out here. I want to see everybody win. Yeah. What about you, Tal Ken? How, what, what's your uh, what's your what's your take on that question? I've been nominated once, uh, lost. Uh, I'm, I'm not really big on awards and stuff like that. Mm. So, like the way I see it, is kind of like. An award show is probably set up. They already know who's going to win before they even do the votes and shit like that. That's just the way I see through <laughs> systems and shit like that. I'm not really for stuff like that. But I mean, like, looking at it, uh, I don't think it represents the hip-hop scene because the hip-hop scene in San Diego is just too big to mm. be represented in a little small thing such as this, you know. But it's like Nathan said, if there was more critics and more people like, like Nate Witzel like, who are out there supporting people and getting people like, like, you know what I mean? Like giving people actual support and not just like, uh, some, like, uh, like some manufactured support, you know what I mean? It's like mm -hmm. some actual real support. And, uh, I feel like, I, I feel like it doesn't represent the hip hop community, but I also feel like awards don't really re represent hip hop anyways. You know what I mean? It's not about awards or nothing like that. It's about self-expression and getting out what's, what's inside your heart and inside your chest outside. That's the way I see yeah. awards and stuff like that but it was a cool experience going to it you know what i'm saying i went uh went outside to smoke a smoke a blunt and i guess i missed the whole entire like when they called everyone's name and shit. <laughs> <laughs> so i came back i came back in and they're like you know you know you missed it right you lost but you missed it i said oh well my bad that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I went to a wedding. I, I went to a wedding once, and fucking the same thing happened. I played the wedding, and I was actually a part of the wedding, 
And but but I just missed the food. I went out to right. smoke oh, a blunt man. with somebody, and like I came back, and they were taking my food. Damn! I was like, damn, what, where's my sea bass at, bitch? Like, <laughs> my sea bass. That's messed up. Oh man, everybody, go uh, go give Admiral Atlas a follow. I put his his Instagram link in the in the chat. So go ahead and uh, give yeah, him a yeah, follow yeah. and and give him some love. And now we're gonna go ahead and summon. Our good friend and fellow co-host once in a while, Baby Yoda. Okay, here we go. Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. Can you hear me? Okay, that's just annoying, okay? Oh, jeez. Oh, there he is, everybody. Baby, no Baby Yoda's here. Okay, golly. All right. Well, I didn't mean to be annoying, Baby Yoda. How are you doing today, <laughs> Baby Yoda? Pretty good. Yeah? What'd you do today? I went out to I went out to 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 look at one of my family members' house. They got a new house. Oh, you you're gonna get a space house? No, one of my family members. Oh, they're gonna get a house on Earth. Well, yeah, <laughs> okay. they're gonna get a house on Earth. Okay, awesome. Uh, do you have a question for our guests today, Tall Can and Nathan Hubbard? Yeah. Okay, shoot. What is your favorite animal? Oh, this is a good one. What is, uh, both of you, what is your guys' favorite animals? I gotta say cats. If I didn't say cats, my cats would be mad at me. So I gotta say cats. <laughs> talk talk yeah, as... You know who's gonna get mad at you now? Yeah, my dog. Chico's <laughs> mad. Chico's like, like, this motherfucker! Yeah, He's like, I'm... when's the last time a cat protected the house while you were gone, <laughs> motherfucker? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that dog doesn't What are you even talking about? Oh, uh, well, Tallcan decided... Dogs. We're talking about dogs and cats because Tallcan decided... That cats are his favorite animal, and but 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 that's gonna make his dog Chico jealous. So uh, shout out to Chico. Shout out to Chico. Chico. Let's go. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, I think my favorite is. I'm say a rhino. Oh, yeah. Nathan says rhino, which Rhinos that's pretty are pretty badass. Those are pretty badass animals. I gotta say, uh, uh, Baby Yoda, what's your favorite animal? animal is actually a cheetah. Oh, a cheetah. Oh, yeah. Cheetah. Like, yeah. Cheetah's, cheetah's pretty legit. Have you ever seen a cheetah in real life? Yes, actually. Where did you see a cheetah? Well, one, one time when I was down at Earth, I went to the zoo and I saw, and I, I saw a cheetah. Oh, 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 I think I remember that. You went to the San Diego Adventure Park, right? Or the yeah. Safari Park. Yeah. And you got to see the cheetah run. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and and uh, Nathan and and Talcan, do you have a question for our dear baby Yoda? Ooh, what is outer space like? Oh, Talcan wants to know what outer space is like. It's it's very dry. It's very cold. All right. Okay. And also the and also the. Neptune. It's actually pretty cold on there too. Oh, it's cold on Neptune. Oh, yeah. Cool. Didn't know that. And also, I've I've I actually have one went to Saturn. I, Whoa. Oh. My favorite thing about that was was bringing home one of the meteors. 
Oh, well, wow. I, I like it. I like it. How, uh, 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 how about you, Nathan? Do you have a, a question for our dear Baby Yoda? Baby Yoda. Is that a onesie? Uh, Baby Yoda, do you have a onesie on right now? Well, it's like my. It's more like a. I think it's more like a robe. Yeah, it's more of a robe. Yeah, it's a robe. It's more of a robe. There you go. So there it is. Well, Baby Yoda, thank you so much. I actually do have one more question. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Baby Yoda has another question. Shit. Go ahead, Baby Yoda. What's your question? Well, if you had a planet like mine, what would it be like? If you had a planet like yours, what would it be like? It would be like your planet. Well, if if they had if they had a planet like mine. How about how about this? If if you guys had a planet, your very own planet, what would it be like? How about that? Yeah. Okay, cool. No humans allowed. Very, no. very, very green. <laughs> green, no humans allowed. That that's yeah. what Tall Can said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I'd go for half desert. I like the desert. Oh, yeah, the but, cool. like, you know, I grew up in Encinitas, so oh. I need, I need well, a little if I had my own cool planet, mist in the morning. It would be brown and dead. Very, very All right. Dead. Brown and dead. So a desert. So I, I feel like you and Nathan would probably be get along on, on his little desert planet. Half desert planet. Well, Half desert planet, my bad. <laughs> we gotta have an ocean and mountains, son. No, there ain't no ocean. One tree. One no tree. tree. <laughs> There's one tree to rule them all. Yeah. Baby Yoda, thank you so much for coming on the show. You have a great rest of your day, buddy. Bye. Yeah, yeah. yeah everybody yeah. give him a round of applause. Thank you. All right. Baby Yoda, everybody. Baby Yoda. There he is. There he is. Um, you know... The the talking I couldn't I couldn't help but uh, pick up the vibe that you're kind of a uh, kind of have a do you, do you have a problem with authority like do, do, do you, <laughs> <laughs> is this a trick question no not at all I'm just curious <laughs> yeah. just by yeah. what um, pretty much yeah well, how do you uh, oh thank you for that clap moving judgment uh, how are you uh, how are you seeing um, the the authority these days, as in like what we're being told and and uh, what we're told to believe and stuff. How how are you accepting that as someone is uh, that's uh? Well, I'm not accepting it. Uh, <laughs> just kind of seeing seeing how shit plays out and it's kind of playing out how it's always played out in in this country at least. It's just you know settler colonial state that's. Uh, bred out of fascism pretty much hmm. that's the way i see it and uh yeah uh everything that's being told to us you know is uh being told to us for a reason if it's on a mainstream media outlet uh and you know it is what it is i heard you going off earlier about kyle rittenhouse and shit and like it's 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 uh it's nothing new under the sun you know what i mean like you look at what happened to the central park five hmm. they were younger than kyle rittenhouse yeah. they cried on the stand Nothing happened, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. then he didn't get they didn't get the treatment he's getting, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, uh, and it just shows like nothing changes, you know what I mean? And uh, people need to just think for themselves, you know what I mean? I feel so you, I feel you. To. Um, I, 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 I yeah, I, I feel you, man. And, and and it was interesting how he was crying, and everybody was like, Fuck you, Calvin, house for crying, yeah, <laughs> I thought, yeah. but. But I mean, you know, I, I don't want to go too far down that rabbit hole of the the case itself. But you know, there was, yeah, I, I I don't know. Did you follow the case at all? I don't want to really, you know. Oh yeah, I mean, the way I the way I see related to the case is that it's just you know the authoritarian state 
is always going to pat the white supremacists on the back. You mm. know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, everybody else gets the fucking shaft. You know what I mean? Mm. So they're going to protect that kid with all the energy they have. You know what I mean? And if it was, if it was, if the situation was reversed, you know what I mean? And it was a bunch of people wearing black clothing chasing him. And you know what I mean? Or if it was re reversed, you know what I mean? And, and you know I mean, it would be way different. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, just, I mean, it's just, the, it's just a, it just shows that there's a, the, it's just a hypocrisy going on. You know what I mean? Yeah, I definitely think that there needs to be something to change. Um, the 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 whole system, sort of like the 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 judicial system, needs some sort of overhaul. I'm thinking, you know, and the cops mm -hmm. and such. And, you know, it's like I'm thinking that some things need to change in that in that aspect. Um, the 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 thing about Kyle Rittenhouse was and is that when you do look at the footage, I mean, and when you when you find out who he murdered, I mean, the guy, one of the people he murdered was a convicted pedophile who was just let out of uh, the jail that morning. Not that he deserved to die, of course, but he was a convicted pedophile who was threatening his life that whole evening. Um, another guy hit him in the back of the head with a, with a skateboard, which I, I think, you know, uh, it, the thing was uh, about that whole situation, it was chaos all around mm -hmm. sure, and yeah. like no one knew what was going on. People were like, thought the kid was shooting up people because they heard f gunshots and then they see some fucking kid running down with that. So I, I just think that the whole thing was just, uh, you know, it's just a shit show right now. I don't think that, that there's any way that we can really get past this shit without some sort of major event happening where we have to like come to terms that uh, come to terms with uh, you know our collective decisions over the past you know however many years. <sighs> well, for sure, yeah. When you <laughs> see the the video of Rittenhouse and his homies walking around that night. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, they're getting the treatment that he's getting right now from the police. They're giving him thumbs up. Yeah, they're giving him water. Basically, do giving him water. Yeah, get, basically letting him do whatever they wanted. You know, and uh, the way I see it is just like. Uh, if he was out there with those people, he made his decision of what he was doing that night. You know what I mean? Mm. And it, the way I see it is like, he knows exactly what he was doing. And the, uh, the tears that he admitted or the tears that he was all part of his little court charade and shit, it's all bullshit. You know what I mean? Because mm. there's pictures of him in bars celebrating what yeah. he did. Yeah, he's you know throwing I mean? up the white supremacist signs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's I mean, a video that came up where he's punching the shit out of some little girl. Damn, I ain't seen that. Oh yeah, no, yeah, he's a piece just, of shit. He's a piece yeah, of shit. It's, it's but fucked, I don't, but... I don't know. You know, like I, I, I'm not. You know, like it does seem like he was protecting himself. And, and again, this is under the insane chaos of of riots and protests and burnings and and all this shit. But but if if it was me in that situation, I would have felt threatened as well. But I wouldn't have been in that situation. Who the no, fuck sure. sends yeah, a seventeen-year-old? Yeah. yeah, and and so I agree with you in that aspect. Was like, why was this fat little shit fucking running around with an automatic rifle in the fucking you know in white. the middle of violence? Because there was a lot but, to do that. You know what I mean? Like I, he got he gets the pass. You know what I mean? My city. And that, that's the thing. Like the way I see it is like. If if Kyle wasn't white and he did what he did, they would have already done him in. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, and I got the protection that he that every white person in this country is awarded. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's like you get the pass. You know what I mean? Yeah, there is there is the pass. How about you, Nathan? Where where, where do you sit? <laughs> Nathan's um, like over here. Well, can I just organize my records now? <laughs> no, come on. Uh, sorry, I'm I'm reading the chat. No, brother. Yo, I'm just um, fuck with you. You know I love you. 
it's uh, all good. Yeah, clearly. Um, I mean, in the larger sense, I'm for the people, and um, I want justice. And um, I don't think there's anything wrong with um, protesting, and I don't think there's mm-hmm. anything there's any reason why people should uh, should you know not be able to protest. I think that's one of the formative aspects of this country yeah so the whole situation sucks and uh, and of course he got off you saw the judge i mean you know like i grew up in the rodney king era like we i've just kind of come to expect these things which Mm. is super just terrible way to uh you know think about the country you know i think it's an interesting thing i for a long time i've thought like okay this is you know, there are ways that we can fix things, that we can make things better and stuff. And the older I get, the more just kind of bitter. And I'm just like, maybe not. <laughs> I mean, you know, we all knew what was coming. We all knew exactly what that verdict was going to be. There was nothing at all. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah I, my child just walks on Hey, the door. children, hey, child. Look at that. Child, children. Hey, we're on a thing here. <laughs> all right okay born in 82 yeah can't give subs either at twitch um the oh oh i see moving dutchman you're having problems oh i'm sorry to hear that buddy um no you know what's interesting is is that he um he was being called a racist, which I, I mean, I'm pretty sure he probably has racist when you're running around. Um, but he was being called a racist because, but he shot three white people. And so like, that's what's, that's what throws me off. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how that had to do with anything racist when you, when you shot, when it was all white people involved. Um, so that, that, that was the part that was confusing me. And and I get that it was a protest in regards to a shooting, a police shooting of, of somebody, uh, of a black gentleman. I think what Jacob, uh, sorry, I can't remember his name. Uh, but it's messed up. You can't remember his name. Well, I mean, his name is not all over the fucking news. Like Kyle Rittenhouse is, is it? Yeah. Yeah. You don't, you don't remember that guy's name, but you remember who Kyle Rittenhouse is, huh? It seems like, especially, I'm, you know, in the whole shutdown, this is true. I, I've been driving a little bit more on the freeway, and I've been noticing this. This country has a, a, a us against them thing. Yes, and and clearly, I think that comes across in our sports and stuff. And I'm not saying other countries don't. Mm. Like clearly, England took over the world, right? Yeah. I mean, the Romans, whatever. We can go back in history and talk about humans being terrible to humans yes there's a lot of that but this country especially there's a lot of just us versus them me versus everyone yeah you know the punisher whatever it is like i'm gonna get mine and i don't uh, you know yeah i don't even care what's gonna happen like it's me and i'm gonna get ahead regardless of all of you um so and i i don't i don't see that changing like I, I don't see the there's I don't think there's going to be some cultural shift to like mm. make us all like realize we're on the same planet with other people and we don't need to like you know try and kill each other on the freeway just because you know I'm whoever's driving too slow or whatever it is yeah. you know there's just a lot of anger and a lot of issues like that and I don't know how to deal with that but it's something I've noticed um, and seems to be like a reoccurring issue. 
Yeah, but it doesn't seem like it's been this bad. I mean, as someone who came, you know, I'm an oh, 80s baby. Well, I mean, it's, it's, like, you know, entire industry shut down, people mm-hmm. sitting at their houses, unable, like, literally unable to work, mm-hmm. unable to get ahead. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, yeah. I, I have a friend, I'm not quite far down that path, but he's just like, another day in the ruins of this empire. <laughs> like, that's his entire take on existence. <laughs> like, I'm not quite there, but, like, I, 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 I get what I'm I'm kind of there. I do think that our time in the sun is fading because uh, I, just, I just saw this interesting fact that China has become the richest country in the world now and, uh, you know, followed by us. Um, you know, we haven't been number one at a lot of things for many years. I mean, certainly not education, you know, we certainly are number one at obesity, um, and, and, and consuming and pollution. It does seem that what made this country great, and I'm not trying to say MAGA folks, was that we were self-sufficient in a way where we're able to sort of provide for ourselves and we were this monolith. And it seems like the powers that be have sort of shifted and, and sent our manufacturing, has sent our, our ability to be self-sufficient out overseas in, in, in you know, it, because our government has been, you know, our government is basically a corporation, right? I mean, can we agree with that? <laughs> it's, oh, it's America definitely. Inc. here. Um, yeah. th- there, there's real no separation anymore between state, corporation, and legacy media. We can just throw them involved there too, because who else is going to be, you know, perpetrating and, and, and proposing these insane ideas that are being um, brought to us right now? But I, I, you know, there. I do think that we've been sort of sold out by by greed, and and as a people, we've sort of just sat here and let let it happen. You know, what I mean, especially for a country that is supposed to be a democracy, which we all know is kind of bullshit, right? Um, a democracy for some, right, <laughs> but not for all. Um, I don't know what. How do you guys feel about that? I mean, where, where are you guys sitting when you see, like, you know, this this country that obviously I think one thing that a lot of people can agree on is that this country is in dire straits. And um, we have children. You have, a, you have a child. And I'm sure you want your child, Nathan. I don't know about you talking. You got a kid? I got one on the way, yeah. There you go. So you, you're concerned about their future, I'm sure, uh, especially in this country. I mean, what... What do you, how does that set with you guys? This idea that we're sort of on our way down, especially with children. It's a fucked up thing. Yeah. How do you deal with that? I mean, let alone dealing with like climate change and like, mm-hmm. you know, like, are my kids' kids even going to be able to, you know, yeah. like, what are we, we're all going to move north to get away from whatever, you know, there's all sorts of things you think about. Um, I think in general, I mean, what got us here, and it's the same thing we're all going to be at, is is like, just, uh, oh shit, sorry. Oh, how dare you. See, it's Friday at 1.50, which means normally I'll be running off to grab a kid. Um, (laughs) uh, um, You know, we're all in that situation. We're just running around trying to pay our bills. Like, like, you know, do any of us have, like, the, you know, can we all spend all that time like dealing with these larger issues like mm. no like I, <laughs> I gotta pay my rent or whatever you know whatever the bill is so those are like uh challenging times and i think that's what got us here and that's unless there's some dramatic shift 
which I don't really see happening. Um, I think we're all going to be there too. Yeah. Like, and then, uh, you know, and you start to think, okay, okay, what, what is important? My kids growing up like in a space where they feel safe and they know how to like deal with what life's going to bring them. That's sort of my take on it right now. Trying to, you know, have a good relationship with my wife and um, get through these. It's it's not the it's not the solution we all need, but you know, there's only so much each of us can do. I guess that's a little it, it's pretty defeatist, but I I think that's um, kind of where I'm at, just trying to like make that happen, get those things happen. Yeah, I I don't think that's defeatist. Before we get to talk, yeah, I don't think that's defeatist. I think that you're protecting your your mentality, your mindset. You're protecting yourself from, uh, you know, being vulnerable to the i mean we're all vulnerable but but you're you're protecting yourself and and your family's mindset by not being so you know because because you could easily look on look at any news paper anywhere and just be filled with despair but like do we have time for that like you said we have bills we have children who are hungry we have schedules and shit but it's like i don't know man well, it's like and those smaller things you know i i'm Clearly, talking is way more of an activist than I am. Mm. Um, but I have a lot of friends here in San Diego who are um, involved in politics, but on a on a small scale, making mm. small changes that are totally for the better. You yeah. Know, do we need like you know? There's been a bunch of shit with the school board. Uh, there's all sorts of issues that have been coming up, and and people are like around and aware of it and dealing with it. And I think. Um, like we were saying about the scene, you know, there's rappers that are way up there making mm -hmm. a ton of money. They're playing giant spaces. They're doing really good things. And that's great, too. And then there's kids, you know, doing bedroom shows and playing, you know, in the sewers. The sewers have been huge lately. Mm -hmm. You're totally missing the sewer shows. Yep. The but sewer like, shows? Yeah, people yeah. are doing punk rock shows in the sewers. What the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Like, multiple like multiple bands in the what? Yeah, just crazy. Just but like that shit needs to happen too. You yes. know, like like maybe we can't all like you know fix the you know fix our larger problems and get rid of you know whatever your issue is. Everybody's got different issues. Whatever that is, fix that. You know, but like hey, we can make sure that like there's enough money to get kids you know hot lunches mm -hmm. you know in the school yeah. district or whatever you know these things. So that's that's kind of where I am. Um, and I, I think musically that's me too. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to get out there and, and, uh, you know, tour Asia this year or anything like that, but mm. I have plenty of work in this area and, and plenty of work to do. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that, I, I think that's a beautiful answer. And, and like, that's something that I've heard a lot from people where it's like in a roundabout way is this idea of like, well, obviously there's no like reaching out to joe biden and fucking be like listen poopy pants fucking let's get this shit together okay let's 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 make this happen you know like what the fuck's going on but you can definitely vote in your local elections you can definitely be a part of the conversation down at the at city hall and you can definitely be you can definitely pick up trash in your fucking neighborhood you could volunteer at the fucking homeless shelter all kinds of things you could do because if we're all create, it's that whole thing is everybody picked up a piece of trash and then, you know, we'd be fucking, yeah. you know, the whole world would be clean or whatever. Probably true. I, I deliver a pizza to a sewer show. 
Probably turtles. <laughs> Thank you, Pizza Jams. I'm always glad. <laughs> pizza Jams, oh, yeah. you know, get, let's give a round of applause for Pizza Jams just for his uh, Thank you for, for his, service. his service of, of delivering pizzas even to the sewer shows. <laughs> Let, let's give Pizza Jam a shout out too because Pizza Jam is a motherfucking is a is a is a gamer here on Twitch. He's a rapper himself. So let let's yeah, give yeah. some love to Pizza Jams. Um, we gotta get you out here for a sewer show, bro. Dude, yeah, I'm for it. Yeah. I am for a sewer show. That sounds amazing. See, that's the thing, man. Ever since I found Twitch, I was I, I, I and like I've not really cared about gigging anymore. And and not that Twitch paid, you know, is 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 a is a is is you know, I make as I don't make anywhere near as much money on Twitch as I did live gigging. But I'm finding different avenues of expression and and. And and live gigging is, you know, I love it, but I it's not my main concern right now. Um, yeah. But uh, you know, the work is nice and whatever. Christmas sucks, but I'll learn fucking Christmas songs. <laughs> Talking, how how are you doing? How how are you doing then with with the idea of a child on the way and 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 in your mindset and how you see the world and and you know, it seems like none of us have a very good positive outlook of how this whole situation is going to play out so how are you internalizing that how are you uh you know coming to terms with that especially I mean, family, with a child yeah family is everything you know mm -hmm. what i mean and uh the way i see it is that t children need to be taught the truth about uh where this country comes from the history of it you know what i mean not some watered down school idea of you know what i mean the pilgrims and this that and the other you know what i mean and, mm -hmm. uh just the truth needs to be taught, you know, to to everybody. But family is what's important, you know what I mean? And I think Nathan nailed it on the head. You know, you just want to have a place where you can make sure that you and your loved ones are safe and uh, just to, you know what I mean, keep on loving and pushing and supporting each other and keep on growing, you know what I mean? Because that's what it's all about. But I think uh, the biggest part is that, you know, people need to be taught the truth, you know, because the schooling system, they fail at that shit sometimes, you know what I mean? They certainly do. They certainly All fucking... Our, our, our school system is failing on so many levels, just so many fucking levels. Uh, age punk and lover of illegal raids. <laughs> A little E and we change the world. I'd be the, <laughs> I'd be the grandpa at those shows now. <laughs> you know what, Penny? That's we what's all... great about sewer shows. The cops are not going to go in the sewer. You deal with there. it. I'm not going in there. Um, no. Well, you know, there's this... I, you know, I, I agree with you so much talking about what, how we're educating children and, and how things are going with, you know, like, you know, educating the future. And, and when you look at how... Um, look at the disparities of education from neighborhood to neighborhood, and when you yeah. look at how much we're trying to, you know, every around every corner we're gutting. What I mean, when you think about, it, especially when it comes to art, what's the first thing that gets cut from the school district when it comes when they have to make the cuts? It's it's not football. It's not, not fucking it's baseball. Music it's music. It's art. It's all that shit. So it's like they're really like I feel like our education system is such an archaic fucking system like we're just training people to be factory workers for jobs that don't exist anymore like our factories don't really exist anymore like you know and that's why things are so bad in certain neighborhoods you know what i mean exactly the factories went away and people's yeah. dads didn't have job no more which right. mean they didn't, they couldn't get a job when they became 15 exactly you know, fire <clears throat> firestone had a factory in la and that was uh everyone's dad worked there back in the way back I'm, i was born in 1990 but everyone's dad worked there back in the 50s mm -hmm. and in the 40s and shit and uh when they shut that down 
that was, you know what I mean? People devastated the neighborhood. No more devastated neighborhood. Yeah. Everyone's in the in the in the in the lows now. You know what I mean? And yeah, I mean that's how they get. That's how that's how shit changes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and what was so interesting to me, which I, we were cornered, so I I understand that people felt like they didn't really have a choice, which you know, but like the idea that Joe Biden was going to come in and save it, like he's the fucking guy who did this, like he's the one yeah, who he's was the one who wrote all the crime bills, the ninety four crime bill, yeah, the yeah, fucking yeah. you know NAFTA, like he's the Can't one them, who shifted all this shit over. So like I don't know, like. Like, I don't know whose fucking idea was to put that fucking old doddering shit fucking pants up in front of people. But, like, uh, oh, God. Yeah, but, probably. you know, I voted for him. I voted for him because I wasn't going to do the other one. So, fuck yeah, it. We all, we all voted for him. I know. I mean, that's I the know. thing. I think the same person that put him up to is probably the same person that put Trump up to. Exactly. So they know what they're doing. But that's the thing, right? Like, that's that's what that's what's so interesting is that... that with this pandemic, so much of that is being revealed, and and it's so it's yeah. really interesting to see how much this legacy media is trying to hide that fact, mm-hmm. and and how much they're like, like it's very obvious right now that they're trying to hide information from us that they are keeping, like it's so obvious, and like this whole pandemic just sort of broke open those cracks. They're just wide open now, and it's just these gaping holes where we can see right down inside. Like Nancy Pelosi is fucking making, uh, she she hits every time on the stock market. She's just she's that good at, at money that she she's she's always hitting. I mean, she's so good at at the stock market that people have started to uh, tr- uh, to 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 trace her her every movement on the stock market, and and goddamn, people are just making money off of studying what politicians and what they're investing wow. in because it's so fucking corrupt. And yeah. it's so fucking paid for that these motherfuckers are just getting rich in there because they're the insider trading. And you know how much it is if they get caught? It's like 200 bucks. It's like 200 or $2,000 fine if they get caught to insider trading in, in a position of power. So it's just like, who. Hey, what's her name went to jail for it? Yeah, Martha yeah, fucking Stewart. Martha Stewart. Martha, Martha Stewart went to jail for Martha it. Stewart fucking went to prison. Yeah. Now she has a show with Snoop Dogg. Hell yeah. Is yeah, Nancy Pelosi going to get a show with Snoop Dogg? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God, that would be so let's, awful. Let's not do that. No, let's not. <laughs> that sounds no, terrible. No, Martha and Snoop, that just makes sense. But Nancy oh, and yeah. Snoop, no. 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 And by the way, everybody, his name was Jacob Blake, uh, who got murdered oh, in, in, uh, in Kenosha last year. His name was Jacob Blake. Um, but, um, I mean, like, I, I don't know, man. It's just like... It's very obvious right now that there's nothing that we can really trust coming out of anybody's mouth on any anywhere. Like 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 even me, you know, like even the shit that I say on here is like I, I couldn't expect anybody. By the way, Cartagena, thank you so much for that host. I'm sorry I missed that, buddy. I, I hope you're doing okay. Welcome. Um but but the uh you know, like it's it's just fuck man. I don't I some of the shit that I say is wrong because I'm going off of some sources that are wrong. And it's just like, holy shit, where do we even fucking like what? I mean, where do you guys go to get information? Like, where do we go to get information? Like, I don't like I have some sources, but I don't they have their own agendas, too. So, like, where are you guys going to try to get accurate information? Or have you guys just sort of like dipped? <laughs> it's like I'm out. <laughs> just depends mm. i mean it, you know you get into these you, 
sort of cross-referencing things mm-hmm. from different things. Clearly, you know, like who's on the left, who's on the right, and making a slant towards that, and mm-hmm. sort of judge it on that. But yeah, it it, it just kind of depends on the information and like what you're looking for. Yeah, I suppose you're right. Um, it's a very broad. I still question. go on MySpace. <laughs> I get all my news from MySpace, bitch. Super accurate. Super accurate. Friendster still working for me. So. <laughs> get get all my news from Friendster. You guys so. can go do Parlor or whatever. The, whatever the next thing is. Fucking Parlor. Oh my god. Oh, I. I. It, it's crazy though. I mean, even when you think of like a platform like Parlor, like they they shut that shit down. And um, I talked oh, yeah. to. I actually talked to. Um, the the girl who was the lady the woman she identifies as a woman she is a woman uh i talked to her and and she was on the team that uh she she's a woman okay um uh, okay she she works for amazon and and there were it was their servers and um uh they they were like yeah we gave them all these warnings gave them all these warnings and they just refused and then so we had to shut them down and I was like, well, you know, it's so funny that you guys shut down Parlor, but it turns out that most of January 6th was planned on Facebook. I was like, yeah, all of it. Oh, yeah. Didn't you, I was like, did you guys did you guys consider that? And she was just like, no, we saw a problem and we handled it. And that was it. And I was like, oh, well, because Facebook's big enough, they don't have to deal with that. Right. And or fa- they can they can circumvent it. Actually, right. you know, this is funny. I, I totally didn't mean to say Parlor. What was what was the the. Um, the website that tried to be the new Facebook and Facebook, like basically like you couldn't even post it on Facebook. They blocked it. What was that? Site was called? it Gab? Parlor. No, it was called. It was start with a V. Did it start with a V or something, something like that. Anyways, I, that's what I was talking about. Like mm. where like the streams of information are really interesting to see. Like, you know, like you were saying before about, you know, YouTube sending you a thing about blah, blah. I got a thing from Instagram because I I wrote uh, the term white trash. Oh, yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> don't I was talking I was talking about a. I don't even need to name the venue. An old bar that everybody used to play in San Marcos. <laughs> it wasn't the one with the turtle in it. Um, uh, but anyways, I just thought it was funny. I got this notification. I'm like, okay, yeah, you can't. Yeah, so. Anyways, yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look that up. I can't remember the name. Yeah, Parlor's the the. the what keeps happening with the light? It's I I, it's 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 a uh, it's a uh, it's um it's Zoom and you have a light source behind you, so it's probably fucking with it. Yeah, totally. We have a light in front of us too, but it's not helping. Yeah, we <laughs> right. yeah. take that down. Jesse looked like he was coming from the beyond before. Yeah, <laughs> we put that we put that sheet up over there. Oh, I appreciate Damn, you that. You wrap it with Jesus. Oh yeah, I <laughs> oh, If I sit right <laughs> here, if I sit right here, I get a glow. Have yeah, you guys been? Nice. Have you guys been? I don't know. Have you heard about the the World Economic Economic Forum? Have you heard that they they have a new because uh, okay, so like in nineteen in two thousand nineteen in October two thousand nineteen, the World Economic Forum they put on this big, um, they put on uh, they 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 did a a replica of what would happen if a worldwide pandemic, a coronavirus, uh, mm. came into play and Bill Gates was there. Ooh, Bill Gates. Uh, you know, it was a big thing in the World Economic uh, Forum. They did this, 
you know, it was like a, a sort of like at the uh, the day of 9-11, there was some war games going on. And then, yeah. you know, and then right before coronavirus, there was the World Economic Forum. And now what's going on is that the World Economic Forum is warning and doing games or, or war games. I don't think it's war games. Uh, they're just doing a... <sighs> My brain sucks. A replication of what it's like to have a coronavirus type virus for your computer, a virus that acts like the coronavirus and what they need to do with it. And so right now they're running simulations on what they would have to do. And part of the simulation is shutting down the power grid for a complete reset. Now, I know I'm going over to the dark side with my tinfoil hat on. <laughs> But uh, the jumping turtle, yes. Um, uh, but the no names, no names. You'll get me blocked on but, Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I don't know. When you look at these sort of coincidences, and you look at who's involved, and you look at these these are our world leaders and corporate head heads of corporations who are gathering in one place to talk about these situations. Um. I don't know. And then I saw an interesting thing over the weekend that the FBI's um, database was hacked. So I don't know. You know, then there's this whole thing that there's a bunch of talk about smallpox and then they find vials of smallpox. So I'm just curious on what, what do you guys – how do you guys take that kind of information? When you, when you hear about like the World Economic Forum doing these – these these replications and you know working things out and then all of a sudden something happens when you hear about war games going on before and the day of like 9-11 and then when you hear about like what's going on now and and you see all these things sort of play out are you do you tend to sort of slip into that mindset of like maybe we should be paying attention to this or do you guys just think it's just a lot of coincidences well i'm not sure like what we can be paying attention to i mean Mm -hmm. like like you were saying about streams of information and Mm. stuff like clearly we're getting information now we're seeing things like 10 years later things come out like are we ever gonna be able to see the actual information we have i mean everybody said you know there's a lot of people that are like oh i'm up to date i you know blah blah i got this i got this right um so i i have a hard time i mean clearly i am just from my perspective i like i'm not going to be able to change any of that in a larger setting so i'm i'm just kind of like cautiously waiting yeah hoping at some point we get more of that information we get like a, a somewhat good story you know not story but a little bit of enough something something i mean something how about you talking and by the way here here's the world economic Logan forum website I like that um which is saying protecting critical infrastructure from a cyber pandemic. Cyber attacks on infrastructure services are on the rise. Most recently, the colonial pipeline hack in the U.S. and public yeah, health service that. attack in Ireland. Hackers are exploiting the use of the Internet of Things, which creates millions of vulnerable points in critical infrastructures. You know, and on one hand, you're like, hey, this is probably important. We should be probably going over these things, you know, and, and, and that makes sense. But then there's the other side of my little fucking monkey brain that's just like, what? Wait, like, you guys are just predicting shit over here. What the fuck's going on? I don't know. How about you talk here? Where, where do you sit on these kind of things on this? When I mean, you look at the way this country runs things and the back of the money and all the weird occult stuff that they're into and 
this type of stuff don't really surprise me. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, just looking at all that, all that crazy shit on the back of the dollar bill and shit, you see <laughs> exactly what they into, you know what I mean? And, uh, not to sound like a conspiracy head or anything like that, but I just see things for like how, how it is. You just got to look at it at the, at the, at the root of it, you know, with all these little phrases that they borrow from the Roman empire and all the shit that they were into and all the money problems they had. And how that they lasted 250 years, and this country's been around for like 246. So, really, yeah, we're right on it. Yeah, we're we're almost there. Mm. <laughs> but that's the way I see it. It's kind of like that, you know. Like uh, this country really wants to be Rome. So, mm. well, <laughs> so we've been that, wrong. Yeah, a lot of that stuff going. No, on. we've been wrong, and, and but but uh, then again, you know, no, on no, the wrong. other Rome, Rome. No, oh, we've been wrong. We've been wrong. <laughs> we've been wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, we did take over the world. Well, and and then you know, in, in the other side of that is is that this is the only country that has you know really believed in this idea of freedom of you know freedom of speech and this, the ideas that we do like we have sort of built up this one unique one of a kind powerhouse that has changed everything for everyone. We've, I mean, our art and our culture, you know, our culture is always being, people are always biting our shit, you know, like how big is hip hop worldwide? How much is our culture is being stolen all the time? Hip hop's a black culture thing. It's not an American culture thing. I would say it's definitely American culture thing. I mean, you're telling me that those black people who were rhyming in the streets weren't American? I mean... America is a stolen country, all on indigenous lands. So. Okay, but that doesn't mean that it's not. We're still not America. I mean, I mean you, we don't have to. There's no law saying we have to identify as Americans. No, but I definitely. No, that's true. Hmm. Uh, oh, sorry. Keep no, going. no, no. Please, I want to hear what you're gonna say. Oh, I just, I, I mean, I see a clear difference between culture and and uh, the political spectrum. Like you identify mm -hmm. as American, you carry around, you know, you got a flag in the back of your truck, and uh, you know all that and then i mean because to me like there was uh, there was a time where i was doing i was studying a lot of brazilian music mm. and i was playing in a west african shoot. ensemble and i <laughs> music and i love you know i spent years listening to indian classical music and yeah music from all these different cultures and at some point i realized like oh i like myself i play music i play like culturally american music you know mm. jazz um, rock and roll, hip hop, yeah. you know, yeah. all these things come from that, from that culture. And clearly there's influences, you know, like, you know, but a lot of it was the clash of, of different people meeting in this country and stuff. Yeah. So like, I, I get the, like the, you know, politic, like clearly I, I don't agree with a lot of the politics, but culturally I've, I've always identified as playing like in fact, I don't even usually say American music. I gotta say North American music because yeah. that's cold. You know, that's like location-wise, that's where everybody met, and that's the music that came out of this. Yeah. Clearly, a lot of this music came. Um, I would say, ninety whatever. The number's not important, but like you know, this idea of slaves coming to this country, bringing that music with them, interacting with these different things. Yeah, you go back and study these things, New Orleans, right? Uh, different than Cuba, where they were able to keep their drums. Different than Brazil, where they were able to keep their drums, right? This music shifted because they were forced to play Western instruments like piano and things like that. So, and uh, you know, I'm sure there's other things. I haven't done the research of like, you know, what happened when the Mongols took over certain parts. Did the music shift there? Maybe I don't even know if there's any documentation <laughs> of that. But I think. Um, 
culturally, mm. like there's a, like a, a it, it's totally fucked up, right? Because those came out of like a really shitty situation, right? Really situ- but, but but it's also the music that we fucking love, right? Like, like that's a that's a challenge, right? You know, under like, pressure, fucking, a diamond emerges, emerges, fucking yeah, out of totally. fucking out of the slums of Brooklyn comes fucking Biggie Smalls, just fucking exactly. swinging, and motherfucker. You, and you hear like <clears throat> Louis Armstrong play Colcart Blues or something, you're yeah. like, oh shit! Out of the brothels yeah, like, of fucking New Orleans comes fucking Louis Armstrong, swinging, motherfuckers. Exactly. Uh, Dude, no, and that's what I'm talking about, you know, and, and when I'm talking about America that I love is like the, the culture that was built here by the people were put here and, and you know, and, 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 and what we created, not what these fucking douchebags like Joe Biden did to us and, fu- you know, like, fuck these people. Those people are actively working against this country and you know, actively working against fucking I feel like what this country represented at one time, and I know there's a lot to be said about America and what we've done in the past, but I I, I, I don't think we should be defined by what we've done in the past. I think we should be defined on what we're doing now, and what we're doing now sucks, but, you know, like, I feel like we are, we're sort of going into this, we're we're, we're shifting, right? We're like, with all this, the, the culture is shifting, politics is shifting, and 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 people are either on board or off board, but like shit is shifting, shit is definitely changing, and I'm hoping it changes for the better. You know, that's all I can hope for. But you know, like, it, I, I, but I don't know, man. It, it's hard for me to shit all over America completely because there is things about this country that is great. Like, I mean, there's beautiful places. I know it's stolen, but like I here shit we on are. Flag once you shit on the flag. Yeah, I, yeah, I used it as a toilet paper. It was in. It was in. Uh, you ever been to uh, not Slab City? What's the place next to it? With the oh, the Salton Sea. Salton Sea. Yeah, 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 no, not East Jesus. Jesus. No, Salton Sea, like where all the old hotels are and shit. <laughs> he, he completely dropped off the map. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't shit on America, but like, kind of did. I don't know. And you know America what, Tolkien? I respect your ability and right to do that. Fucking God bless you, sir. God. God bless you. Fucking God bless it America. Was ex- it was a really weird, like, just extremely long flag that had been, like, sewn together. <laughs> so, yeah. I, it was hanging from, like, an abandoned building. So I'm like, it's totally paper. It's all good. You know, and, and again, I want to differentiate. I, I don't approve of everything America did, but I do fucking, I goddamn, I love what we, we've done and um, in, in the idea of music and stuff. And maybe it has some fucked up roots, but if we wouldn't have had those fucked up roots, we wouldn't have rock and roll. We wouldn't have Jimi Hendrix. We wouldn't have Biggie Small. Sure. We wouldn't have sure. ODB. We wouldn't have Wu-Tang Clan. We needed this shit to happen in order to fucking have fucking the genius come out, out of it. And so... You know, see that's such a challenge when you say like we needed it to happen. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Up, would Do I be willing to give up like Miles Davis for like not you know not having um, this fucking tarnish having, on our history? That's that's a that's a. I, yeah, it's a it's a. It's I'm a not, I don't have an answer to that. But no, that's I understand. A, that's a really challenging question. Of course it is. It, like, but but yeah. but 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 here's the thing. It's like reality is reality, and we, we could always go and live in the past. But that's not what that's not reality right like reality yeah. is is that we're here yeah. now and this is what we're doing to sit and there we and can be, support all those people i mean that's yeah. that's sort of my larger thought is like you know i mean it's fucking 2021 and you still have stupid dudes on the internet going like 
Rap's not music. Just people talking. <laughs> like, seriously, it's 2021. I thought all these people died in like the 50s. Yeah. Like, like. No, yeah. yeah. So, I feel like, like there that, is... that, that appreciation and celebration of, of things like that, you know, like my life would not be the same without, you know, yeah. Elohim selling me a tape in a yeah. parking lot somewhere in PB when, when I was a teenager, you know, like, you know, that's and, stuff to celebrate, you know, and, and like, you know, and, and when we talk about these things about, you know, I mean, how about you, Tall Kid? Have you ever been been uh, been called out for appropriating? I mean, like when we talk about stolen culture. Yeah, I've never been called out per mm -hmm. se, but I know my place as a white rapper not mm -hmm. to overstep shit mm -hmm. and not to act like you know what I'm saying I know what the fuck is going on when I'm a guest in right. this thing that's going on. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. But yeah, I mean that's I've never been called out personally, like. Unless you're talking about like battle raps or something, it always crosses some sort of. Oh, you got to, you got to. Yeah, I mean, that's just how it goes, you know. Like, <laughs> and you know, and that's the thing too is like it's a hip hop when it started, there was very little white people involved with it. That doesn't mean it was just a strictly black thing, you know what I mean? But that's the thing. White people are guests in hip hop, you know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. a predominantly it was a black. It was started by black folks, you know what I'm saying? And you know, it's it's a most music in this country. It comes from that, you know what I mean? And it's like the drums are a very powerful piece of medicine, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, as with most of us, I've had family and friends die so we can bitch. That pisses me off about YouTube and such. Why can't we have a civil argument and we're not being banned or censored? Well, yeah, that's my big thing, man. And and that's where I'm at right now with all this shit. Is like, I feel like all this shit needs to be talked about. You know what I mean? Like, I, I do feel like this needs to be talked about. And I think it needs to be talked about openly. And I think that the fact that having these conversations or, or even the fact that I said that maybe these things need to happen. Oh, no, I said this needed to happen for us to get Biggie Smalls. So, you know, I'll own my words. But the fact that I said that could end up getting me fucked over, you know? And like... I'll just do it to myself. But I think that but I think that it's like I think that's bullshit that we can't have that conversation without someone being like, you fucking white supremacist. You know what I mean? Like these yeah, this people is are please. sick of it. Man, they just they feel like when they see it, it needs to be called out, you know what I mean? So I agree that it needs to be called out, but everything is being called out. Like there's nothing well, it's because the, the internet is hypersensitive. Exactly. Place, you know what I mean? And everyone's in their feelings. Yes. How do we correct shit if we can't argue about it? How do we get to the bottom of it if we can't have an open conversation about it? If I can't have a conversation with somebody without them fucking getting offended and fucking feeling like, you know, being triggered and shit, how are we ever going to get to that next point in, in life and in, 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 in this situation? And, and you know, I, 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 I'm, not, I'm not hating on people who get triggered or anything. It's like I, I, I completely understand. I got things that I get triggered about and I don't like talking about, but... There's also this thing where uh, in therapy, what is that called? Where you have to sort of lean into your trauma in order to get past it. Um, and I think we need to lean a little bit more into our trauma to get past this shit. I don't think debate is key to moving forward. I agree. How? Do, yeah. Um, okay. So we're definitely running into some overtime here. Do you guys feel like playing a song for us? You guys? Hell yeah. <laughs> Let's do that. You feel like getting rowdy? All right, guys. Uh, <laughs> Tall can and Nathan little, Hubbard. We're gonna do a little piano bar. I love it. I love it. Um, we're gonna we're gonna turn it over to the to the gentleman here and uh, let them get into it. And 
Oh, he's gonna give it over to Tall Can, and then uh, yeah, let's have some fun, guys. Thank you. Uh, they, um, yeah, it's all you guys. Go ahead. Thanks for having us, Mike. We're gonna do the uh, um, when it, when you mentioned it would be cool to do a performance. I was like, oh yeah, we, we got this Rhodes here. Um, so we're gonna do a total stripped down version of that the first single from the EP. Yeah. <laughs> Shit out, song of forward.bandcamp.com. Clips that rust, I twist the stuff, the sugar bush, lips in love. Certain scenery, prickly stairs, pick the buds. Files of receptors, reactors, multiply attractions, picking false pterodactyls. Conversations with elders about how it used to be when the stairs were more than felt. They were swayed visions of vinyl without a shelf, a couple dust, collected dust in the corner without help. You can't find self. Tied down to seven realities, watching the fallen leaves spell. How do fallen lives qualify for resale? I live beyond a wall of seashells. Gasoline in a pop bottle, working at the car wash. Geodes and cigar wraps, they sell you hard rocks, hard facts. Weed heads don't know how to act when I bust tracks with hover kicking in the back. Life sacred dreams, rockets, DMT, socking it to ya. Abyss filled with hits, micro dots, no more fluid in the tank. No more druids on my flank, so I can sit back and fully think. This shit ain't about earning a rank. Creation patterns infused with dank. I watch the game spin down the sink. The streets are filled with ghosts, notions. We are mostly wandering around, hypnotized by cell phones and big screens. What do you mean? I haven't seen this much hysteria well since forever laser beams blinded my eyes the sun wore glasses the moon puke patterns of disguise yo i renewed the vision in my life yo i watch the mushrooms and minerals grow yo when will you go outside when will you go outside hurry up and go outside song of forward for life song of forward.bandcamp.com check it out Coming soon to a piano bar near you. <laughs> Pizza's done. The veal will be here all week. Hey! <laughs> Thank you guys so much. That was lovely. I appreciate that. Um, uh, again, everyone, please go. I'm gonna put the the links in the chat. Also, everyone on the audio side, mighty, mighty. Thank you so much for those 600 biddies. I appreciate you. Thank you. I appreciate that so much. Um, okay, uh, let me put in these links. Uh, oh, you know what? I didn't do this yet. Hold on. Let me do this. Marty, Marty! <laughs> Thank you. Marty, Marty! Marty, Marty! You're so mighty, mighty. You're very mighty, mighty, mighty. Thank you, baby. 
Um, make sure that you follow these guys. All their links are in the show notes. Actually, I'm going to drop tall cans in here. Let me get this in. Tall can. Are you? What oh, yeah, are you? New, new Tall Can Sister Schools. Check that out on Bandcamp. Is it oh. Sister yeah, Schools? Yeah, sister schools. Bandcamp.com. Yeah, oh, let me get those links in there. Sister Schools Bandcamp. I'm sorry. We can, we can, we can, tell me a little bit about it while we're wrapping up here. What, what tell oh, me it's about it? Just graveyard music, man. Me and the homie Penske uh, also goes by Adrian Anthony from uh, down down south in Georgia. Uh, He's a really good uh, artist does graffiti and a bunch of other dope shit we've dropped five albums so far uh yeah the last one we did is uh, dedicated to our friend bartleby who passed away uh so yeah and then it's just graveyard music you know what i mean is it's it, just like is that this back. one cops yeah, give me the one. cops yeah. give me the <laughs> yeah, right, they do though <laughs> hold on let's listen a little bit just so we can get a taste yeah like, knock it out taste yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit, okay. <laughs> That's tight. Alright. Wow, man, that's 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 wild, man. That's like, dude, hip hop is going. It's just, just, it's just going in such a crazy direction. It's just like, it's just going everywhere, you know, like just in every aspect. I love that so much. It's not just boom bat, boom bat, you know. It's fucking, it's yeah, it's everything now. Nice, man. Well, gentlemen, thank you guys so much for coming on the show. Nate, thank you so much for coming back on the show. It's been a while. I'm glad that we got to catch up a bit. Yeah, we got to catch up a bit. A, li a little fun fact, Nate and Parker used to rehearse in my studio, and uh, it was nice. I always liked that. Flowers to you for having us. Oh, of course. The first time we ever played 40 Foot Tall, and the first time we ever played Long Distance Runner was in your studio there you go there so, you go like, 40 foot tall is such a dope ass song there man. you go Ooh, folks i was thinking about thinking about it like that was a that was a nice moment 
yeah. appreciate you being there and like the, the fact that that happened. Oh, dude. I Well, I just appreciated that uh, that the, the place was being used for just more than us just getting drunk and smoking weed in it. Because so. <laughs> 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 that's what we were doing. We, we made one album in the three years that we were there. We made one album in that motherfucker. <laughs> All right, guys. Tom Kent, Nathan Hubbard, thank you guys so much. We will catch you guys next time and of course everyone make sure you go out and check out their album check out talk Cam. make sure you guys are following these motherfuckers up everybody listening at home on the audio end make sure you go into the show notes and click on those links thank you gentlemen have a great rest of your day i'll be in touch soon Nathan, thank you, Talkin. I really appreciate y'all coming back on the show, or at least Nathan. Thank you for coming back on the show, Talkin. Hey, you're welcome back as well. <laughs> Again, go follow these guys. Uh, all the links are in the show notes for their websites and and uh, uh, socials. You can also find their latest album, Shadow Figure. That's the name, uh, the the group name, Shadow Figure, and the album name is Song of Forward has some great san diego talent on there uh tall can is featured al howard of redwoods music uh we got id the poet we got piff p c h uh frankie fadeless indian kate so we got a bunch of amazing talent on this album so please go and check out shadow figure uh, song of forward uh, a, a heater of a five song ep uh, the link is in the show notes of the band camp so go give them five bucks it's, it's five bucks just go buy it it's supporting these guys directly so uh please go buy it or stream it either one is fine but buy it <laughs> anyways thank you nathan it's all good okay so i at the at the end of the intro i talked about rumble so if you're not familiar with Rumble, Rumble is like YouTube, but the arbitrary moderation and, and censorship is sort of removed. Not to say that Rumble is full of like pedos and like racists, uh, but it is much more um, uh, encompassing of the American ideology of freedom of speech. So um, I'm starting to upload videos to Rumble. Uh, YouTube took down one of uh, one of the the podcasts that I did with Nick Natoli and said there was hate speech in it. Now I know Nick was talking a little rough, but it's not hate speech. He doesn't hate anybody. He's just fuck. He's just Nick, and he's I I, I don't you know like I I know that we can push the limits on the show, but. I don't think that anything that we do on the show is is like horribly offensive to the main population. Like most people aren't this sensitive. Like it's only because we see it on TV and we see it on social media and we see it on uh, everywhere we look around on media and stuff. It, it just shows a bunch of people who are sad, scared, and af- and afraid of everything, which. During a pandemic is, you know, that's acceptable. I mean, it's a scary time to be alive. But living in that space and then, you know, waiting to be offended and waiting to 
to to you know try to get someone doxxed or, or doxing someone or trying to get someone fired from their job because of something they posted 10 years ago on Facebook. I mean, it's just it's out of hand. So this arbitrary moderation that YouTube is sort of uh, purveying, it, it's just getting old. And if they're going to start taking down my podcast, well, then we're going to go to another platform where our pod, the podcast is accepted. Now, I, I, I got to say that this was only one episode and the other Nick Nicktoli episode is up. So if you are interested, both Nick Nicktoli episodes are up on the Rumble page and I will put a link to the Rumble page under the socials so you guys can go and check it out i will be it's going to be a slow drip guys i'm going to be uploading the podcast as fast as i can uh there's some videos i don't have there's some videos that i'm going to have to download from youtube so it's going to be a while before all the episodes are up there or at least all the video versions of the episodes is going to be up there um so yeah just just letting you guys know what, what's going on here we're we're um it, you know like i really want to get it to a point where like what we're seeing i really like what we're seeing with alt media right now because of all these arbitrary censor uh censorships by moderation whether ai or human on youtube or facebook anywhere um you know like people are starting to revert back to their website which, by the way, your website's not safe either because if they find you to be too much of a threat, they'll just have your server. They'll just go to the people who host this server host and tell them to cut it off. Uh, let, let's not forget what happened to Parler last year when when they were trying to silence um, white supremacists from from attacking people. It's like what's really funny about that whole situation is is that. Um, Facebook was the one who did most, who, who, who purveyed most of January 6th, what happened here in the States on, in January. It was Facebook where most of the plans were taking place, not Parler. Not that I'm a big fan of Parler, but I am a fan and, and, I, and I respect free speech and freedom of expression. And silencing motherfuckers is, is fucked up to me. Uh, there are some people who probably need to be silenced, but who am I to decide who that is? So that's the problem. It's like who is making these decisions on who can be heard and who cannot be heard. That's the real problem. So I'm taking, I'm taking, uh, I'm taking the show to rumble for now. You know, Twitch, Twitch has always been cool with us. Like we've been able to do a lot of shit on Twitch, nothing bad, but again, we're not huge on these platforms like on YouTube or or Twitch, like our biggest platform is the audio version, which is you guys, the people listening right now. Is like this is the this is where everybody congregates. The the Twitch stream and the YouTube page is 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 a, is a wild card, and it's not. I mean, they're active, and I'm always uploading stuff, but it's not like you know, each episode gets you know no less than two thousand plays or listens. You go onto the YouTube and you see that the videos only get like, you know, 10 or 11 plays, which whatever. I'm, you know, I'm not tripping on any of this. Like, it's really amazing that the show has grown as it has. So I'm not mad at that. Uh, it just, I'm just learning. I'm trying to figure this shit out too. So uh, we're trying to take precautions and uh, 
again, what I was sort of mentioning earlier was these alt media outlets like uh, the Daily Wire or or Tim Pool or uh, I think maybe even Jimmy Dore. Uh, I'm not sure if TYT does it, um, but <clears throat> they are actually setting up their own websites so they can host their own streams. <clears throat> they can host their own content and they can do whatever they want on their website. So that's a goal. I want to make that a goal to make everything just in one spot. And that's, you know, social media is is cool and all, but like at any time they can take your stuff down. So, and again, they could just cut your service on your website and take you down. So it, 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 that doesn't matter, but I feel like it's a little harder for them to do that than it is for them to just, you know, delete your profile off of YouTube, you know, like you have all these thousands of followers and you're making all this money and then all of a sudden they're just like, we don't like what you said that one time, done. And then they seal off your content. The craziest thing about it was is that they wouldn't let me download the the video. Like they weren't letting me download the motherfucking video. I was like, what is going on? Like I couldn't download, they just freeze it. And then they're just like, we're gonna delete it. And you can do a, you can do a, what do you call it? A, uh, oh my God, I'm just so terrible at remembering things. You can fight it, but I tried fighting it and I asked specifically what the the problem was and no response. They just said, you've been denied the appeal. Uh, you've been denied the appeal. So go fuck yourself. The video is ours now. And luckily I had the video from, <clears throat> from Twitch because I'm able to save the videos on the Twitch. So I was able to get it down and upload it to Rumble. So there you go, guys. Just a little update. Um, also on the next episode, <laughs> I'll, I'll clue you guys in on that episode, but, uh, for now that that's the update for rumble and all that jazz. So, okay guys, that's it out of me. I will see you guys on Friday with a live, well not live. <laughs> it's going to be the uh, music podcast, me and Jason Tyler Black. Jason's back on the show and we talk a lot about social issues that are going on right now. And we play tunes, which is very odd, actually, because we talk about some really heavy shit and then be like, let's play a song. <laughs> Maybe that's cool. I don't know. But I really had a good time doing it. And uh, I love Jason and he's, he's my pal, pal. So it was just us hanging out and fucking chatting and jamming. So that's a great time for me. So that is what's next on the docket. So I'll see you guys on Friday. Be good to your fellow human beings. HJs for everybody. Bye-bye.